You just got kicked in the gut. Punch in the face. Customize your hero using color, element, and totem. Flip your action cards to determine the winner. Yes! It's my turn now. Collect, trade, battle, and win. A new fighting card game has arrived. Play BT Heroes. Tuned in to the place to be. You tuned in the HNIC. Forget about the way it used to be. This is not a damn democracy. We are in a state of emergency, and my word is law. There's only one boss in this place, and that's me. The HNIC. What it do, y'all? It's your boy. We back at it again, as always, every Wednesday, 8 to 10 p.m. We rocking and socking it, and we getting ready to get this dull Wednesday. It's about to get a little bit lit. Now, we done gave y'all 72 whole hours to get caught up on, hands down, what I would like to say, the number one show in the country. I don't know if it's true, but it's true over here with these black folks. So before we even get started and I get a chance to introduce our special guests first, I want to allow our panel, our dope crew of black nerds, or as I like to call them, cousins. Why don't we go ahead and start off with the sexiest voice in the land, the lady with the master plan, Foxy, could you let them know? Yes. What's up, everybody? This is Foxy Roxy 38 underscore the voice. How mm. are you guys doing this evening? You know what? I'm a little moist now. Good. <laughs> you made it rain over here. I'm gonna tell you that right now. You're welcome. <laughs> and as always, the innovator, the originator, the man that makes it cool to be a black nerd, the person who leading the forefront with his new card game, trading card game called VT Heroes, a black owned card. There you go, shameless promo, a black owned trading card game where it's also body positive. Jay, could you tell them a little about it? All right, if you're a fan of Power Rangers or fighting games in general, we put it in card form. You can create your own hero based on color, element, and totem, and then you battle one-on-one -on -one with your friends, families, even some of your enemies. Yeah, easy to play, difficult to master. It'll be available to you very soon, VT Heroes. And just so y'all know, I'm number three ranked player in the world. That's the only reason why we let him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and one of our favorite cousins all the way over where they have gadgets and apparently geekery. What's up, Q? How are you, baby? I'm good. I'm good. Could you I be have... so kind as introduce yourself to the folks? Yes, I am Q from Gadgets and Geekery, the host of Geeky Sexual and Intellectual. Uh, I'm in here again. Hopefully uh, I don't have another traumatic moment. Uh, no, <laughs> we got plenty of tissues this time. We ain't playing around. We ain't, you could cry anytime on this show because there was a lot of emotional moments all through this season. We're going to get to it. But um, just know your boy got some paper towels for you. I'll ship them down to Texas. All right, then. Say less. And of course, my doppelganger, Bizarro Kurt, the woman that keeps her foot in my behind and not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> Teffy Wonder, would you let him know? 
What's up, guys? It's at Taffy Wonder here, your wonderful melanated mocha fied merge on B. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you. You're always so dope and excited. I see you smiling today. Oh, first of all, I be smiling every day. Don't come for me. Nah, -uh, you know how to do. You know how the dudes be on the street, be like, "Hey, ma, come on, I can't get a smile." Listen, <laughs> they don't pay none of my bills. What I got to smile at them for? All right. Well, you know what? <laughs> thank, thank you to our entire panel who have joined us tonight. But we have a super special guest. Let me tell you something. This brother here is. You know what? I could give him all the introduction in the world, but I think it'd be best to hear from him. Brian, could you be so kind as to introduce yourself to our guests? Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Brian Neal. Um, I'm the stunt double for Atticus and Lovecraft Country. Yes. Listen, let me tell y'all something. When, when I had the opportunity to connect with him and I reached out, I didn't expect a response. I'm going to just keep it 100. Because I said, this would be dope to get somebody who, you know, when it's your favorite show, this man was walking the set. He was smelling the Shogoths. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know they see y'all. Don't look at me like that. Because <laughs> if they are real, Brian, you need to warn us. <laughs> I want one. I definitely want one. Um, honestly, we, 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 we were going to get in. You know how we usually do our normal procedure. Typically, we get right in the hot topics. But this entire episode is dedicated to Lovecraft Country, dedicated to Brian, hearing about his insight, especially behind the scenes, things he's experienced. And we're going to get pretty much in-depth in our feelings of the entire season. But of course, first things first, always help us to extend our reach. Headners in Charge, number one web show for this geek stuff in Philadelphia. But we want to make sure to expand. So what I want you to do right now is I want you to hit that share button. I want you to hit the share button and drop it in all your geek groups, all your personal pages. Share it to everybody. If you're in Lovecraft Country group, go ahead and share it again. They don't mind because you know what? <laughs> We have literally devoured this entire season, and I think everybody needs to either be made aware of the series so that they can support it fully so we can definitely ensure that we get multiple seasons of this. Where else are you going to get Black Sci-Fi Horror Retro Adventure? I don't even know what it is. It fit all the genres. Like, trying to explain Lovecraft is a little bit difficult, but you can start us off by making sure you share the content and put us in anywhere you think Black nerds exist that would enjoy this uh, conversation we're about to have. And you can communicate with us live. We're definitely monitoring the Facebook chat and we're looking for all the comments. Feel free to ask questions for Brian. And, you know, as we go through them and scroll through them, we'll ask them and, and relay them to him. Or as always, I got the call in number being dropped into the chat. You can call into the show 267 271-4219. I'll put it in the comments to make sure that the number's there for you to access. But as always, if you call up here, don't talk crazy because I hangs up fast. Teffy, I guess that means you're not picking up from my sister tonight. No, She's running up my phone bill. But speaking <laughs> of phone bills, we got bills to pay. Teffy Wonder, could you help me pay them bills? We most certainly do need got bills that need to be paid. So, guys, I don't know if you guys can hear this enough from me, but we are live over on Patreon. It's www.patreon.com backslash head nerds in charge. You can be a part of the show and join the fun. Tiers start as low as $1. $1 just to uh, be part of the crew. And then um, if you would like to give a little bit more we have 
uh, exclusive Patreon content. We got shows, we got photos, um, we give out gifts. If you want to get some of these really dope wristbands that I ordered, go ahead and join over that Patreon. Again, it's www.patreon.com backslash headnerds in charge. If that seems a little like seems like not enough, if you feel like you gotta wear head nerds in charge on your body, baby, we also have merch. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Head over to gjapparelstore.com. It's gjapparelstore.com. Um, I'm gonna drop the link in the chat for you guys, but we have t-shirts, hats, and hoodies. Y'all know it's starting to get that little fall chill in the air. Copy your headless in charge hoodie. They feel nice and cozy and lovely, and it goes with all your best uh outfits. So all help right. us like help us get out to when they open cons back up help us get out to these cons help us do more photo shoots help us meet more people wonderful people like brian here we need uh your support to do that so patreon.com backslash hitners in charge and then head over to gj apparel we have a 10 percent off discount code it's nerds n-e-r-d-z nerds with the z on the end get you a t-shirt hat and hoodie and uh, make sure you send us a dope pic of you and your merch Thank you so much, Teffy Wonder. And let me tell you, folks, we appreciate all the support that you've already given us. And let me, we, we without further ado, we're not even going to wait on it. Let's just jump right into this. Um, Brian, I, we, we all have, I know we, we, we kind of powwow. We have multiple questions for you. And I just kind of want to lead things off with, I want to get from your perspective. How was it being behind the scenes of such a groundbreaking show? Ah, uh, man, I, I don't really have words for it. Um, I mean, while you working, it's, it's a work day. So, I mean, you know, you hope every project that you work on is gonna do good, it's gonna do great. Um, seeing all the big names attached to this, you know, it's, it's one thing like knowing that, you know, you're on a show that, you know, Misha Green had wrote and, you know, it's backed by J.J. Abrams and Jordan Peele already. But then when you actually have the show come out and seeing so many people like view it and watch it and it's just like digging it, loving it, you know, whenever they come in, like I never thought this would end up like this. Mm. I mean, we started like we talked before back in 2018. And I mean, this was before Watchmen even came out. So, you know, when Watchmen came out, like I watched that whole series and I'm like, man, I hope Lovecraft even closer. <laughs> he said, I hope. No, cause you now see, okay, Brian, that blows my mind a little bit because if for anybody that's watched the show previously, when, whenever we talk about Lovecraft Country, I always talk about the similarities in the feel, look and pacing with Watchmen. So I thought me and my infinite wisdom, which is basically none, um, I thought, Watchmen kind of set the tone and then Lovecraft Country jumped on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, and apparently that's not even the case. Like, I mean, I, I would still say it kind of is. I mean, Watchmen made people start, you know, paying attention. And then Lovecraft just actually fully like, all right, we're going to slap you in the face again with this. So like Watchmen opened the eyes. Watchmen, you know, they think superhero and, you know, it hit... You know, with the Tulsa thing from from the jump, episode one. Mm -hmm. it, it, the, the fact that they double dipped Tulsa, right? Like we, when the last time, and I'm gonna ask the panel real quick. When's the last time you seen Tulsa represented in any media outside of a documentary? 
Ugh, never. <laughs> so what's the likelihood? Like, and, and and Brian, you might know not, but there was no cross reference. I mean, they were both HBO properties. Do you think there was a conversation where they said, "Hey, we kind of want to highlight this," or is this something just that they naturally a part of the story that they wanted to tell? I think it was a natural story, being honest. I mean, just because, like we, like I said, we shot episode one in two thousand eighteen. We didn't shoot episode two until mid 2019, but see, Watchmen was already done. Mm. So, I mean, it could have been a talk. It could have been a mention, but you know, I mean, from episode one in Watchmen to, you know, Lovecraft having it later on, right? Oh, they probably did that purposefully because it's just like, all right, we don't want to hit him in the face too hard. Let's hit him. And then we're going to wait a little bit. Then we're going to hit him again. <laughs> So so basically they bullied they they bullied us. That's it. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Take my lunch money. I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that because I I figure you know from episode one they they there was mention of you know their upbringing and whatnot back then. So it was already I, I could tell it was already a part of the storyline. But it's dope to see that it came to fruition. Um, I, Q, I know you had some questions. Go ahead, baby. Yeah. So. Brian, I basically want to ask you, I know that you previously uh, were in uh, cheerleading, like competitive cheerleading. So I wanted to know, do uh, how did you get your foot into the uh, stunt world, if you say, and do you think cheerleading or for anybody else, martial arts would help further their career if they thought they wanted to? Oh, definitely. definitely. Um, I did cheerleading gymnastics. Uh, I'm a tumbler, so I like tumbling. Um, I have great air sense, like... Just being on the ground is weird. I'd rather be floating and just in the air doing something, you know, high up. But I mean, that was just a, a, a step. Like in stunts, you got to be well rounded, you got to know everything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I would say, you know, um, tumbling is probably my specialty. So, like, I'm good with wire work, I'm good with falling, you know, things that are prominent in stunts. But I mean, like, I've also taken, you know, driving classes. I've also taken shooting classes, you know, uh, martial arts, like, just to be, you know, well-rounded, just to have, like, um, more versatility just with what you're going to be doing. So I would say 100% any type of athletic ability. Um, You can see some of the top, you know, African-American stunt performers, men and women, have some form of background in a martial art or gymnastics. And that definitely does help because most of the things that we do require agility. It requires speed, stamina, um, just a good sense of your awareness and surroundings. Yeah, we just got uh, we just got done watching you fall down a hill. (laughs) (laughs) Now, do you? Do you get hurt while you're out there? Because I mean, that 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 can't be soft. Out. So I mean, it's the story behind that. Oh, oh, well, we like stories. <laughs> so I wasn't supposed to hit that tree. I was supposed to go in between it. So what had happened was was <laughs> I I did the calculations and the calculations didn't add up in my head. So, so I like mentioned it like hey you know how do you want me to roll down this if you want me to go sideways you know i can't fit between that tree sideways i'm too tall for that but if you want me to do it i could try to do it but i mean i don't know what's gonna happen because it's not like i could test it out like that hill was very steep once you go down it you went down it 
<laughs> so you ain't had what once you was gone, you was going. Right. So it wasn't like I could be like, all right, let me test this and see. No, once you go, you go. So I was just like, I would rather just shoot it and I'll see if I can make it through it. Let's see what happened. And th that was about 1 p.m. So I mean it was dark. They had like, you know, the mist going and you I couldn't see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to laugh at you that hard. No, I mean it, it is what it is, but I mean, you know, I hit it, but I continued to sing. That's the whole the whole point was I hit the tree, bounced off, rolled, finished it. It see, I have stuff like that happen to me all the time when I be pole dancing. It's like sometimes you be like, listen, I was supposed to make that roll look sexy, but I'm kind of hurt. But I'm gonna hit this body roll. That song's still playing. I still recording. This gotta go on the gram. So yep, you gotta finish it. Finish it up. Then complain later. Right. Wow. Grab that arnica cream later. Rub that bruise out. <laughs> Now, Taffy, did you have you? I know you had a question, right? Yes. So you, it looks like you're actually doing a couple of projects right now. You're also working on Fargo and Next, which my dad, both of which my dad uh, actually just recommended to me, like in the last two days. How does like do you kind of like have like a a type of project? Like, do you are you specifically drawn to sci-fi, or are you just trying to get in where you fit in? Well, so um, um, I did Fargo and Next um, earlier this year. Um, so we, we did both of those right before uh, COVID hit. Um, of course, it's just now coming out. So uh, those were shows I did back in January and February. Um, but I mean, usually whatever comes to Chicago, I'm Chicago-based, so I'm in Chicago. And normally whatever comes to town, you know, I got to gotta try to hit up. I got to try to get it. You like you need a black guy from Chicago. That's me. I do Man, it. <laughs> I try to hit everybody's like like I'm a chameleon. I can do I can do whatever. I get all the young people. I get the old people. I get the light people. The dark people. Like it's it's you know whatever comes. I'm I'm willing to do. Like right now, I'm growing my facial hair and growing everything for the next gig. Cause who knows what's gonna happen. I might need facial hair. And I mean, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would say. like this is you. Uh, this is on you on the set of the shy, right? Oh uh, yeah, the one in the blue. Yeah, and I it, it was it was hilarious to me because I was like side by side on TV, I can't tell the difference. I right. never can I never know when it is the I'd be like I have to be reminded that there are stunt doubles in the world. Like and these actors that mean we doing our job. I agree with you, but I kind of feel a way about it because I'm like, wait a minute, all you doing is talking. Yeah, I am <laughs> thinking you you I mean Jonathan Majors, I mean he's pretty dope. But you out here taking all the bumps for Atticus. I think I mean, but all in all, though, like Jonathan, dude, he does most of his own stuff. Really? Yeah. Like, okay, you big. It just him up. make it better for me. No. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, I, I'm not. Oh, def, def, he he does. I would say probably like 96, 97 percent of his own stuff, and it's kudos, kudos to him because I mean we talk, you know, we chat like. You know, I did roll down that hill. You know, I jumped out of the way of that car. That's dangerous stuff. That's stuff that could potentially, you know, yeah, he get hurt and sent back the whole project. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, like we can't afford that. But I mean, you know, if you want to just, you know, jump off this little thing to be in the portal, jump off the thing. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got you. Man, I ain't got to do that. Mm -hmm. That's dope. So basically, you like his guardian angel. You make sure that he ain't out here and and delaying the project. 
Both, both, both. It go both ways. Like he was there every every stunt I did, he was there, and I was there for every you know thing that he was doing. And you know he would always check, "Be you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'll be there too. Jay, you good? Yeah, I'm good. Like all right. Like it is. It's almost like we didn't even need to talk to each other. It was unspoken. Like Jonathan's so cool. He the guy that come in the room and say hello to everybody, but he don't need to say that to me because we just already know. Got you. Got you. Oh, you. So y'all y'all start a bro relationship. I mean, we didn't work together for what three years now. So, <laughs> dang, bro. Okay, so you so you had the benefit of being on on the project the entire time. So, kind of, but it kind of not. No, um, it started in Chicago. So I was here when we did the first episode. Gotcha. Moved down to Atlanta, and I went down to Atlanta, and I got on that way too. Uh, thanks to Stunt POC. I'm about to shout them out real fast. Stunt POC. Um, it's a stunt performer site for persons of color. So uh, I like she that. Looked it up. Yeah. She 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 you know put in a word for me. I got the call. I went down to Atlanta on my own and put the episodes. And then um, it was the scene of episode two when he was fighting the imaginary jihad in the um, in the, the wardrobe or whatever, when he was in the room. Mm-hmm. So originally, I wasn't supposed to do that fight. So I was like, cool, you're going to have somebody else come in, do the fight, go then. I'm cool with that. But then things didn't work out. Then I had to end up and do the fight. So I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> ah! Practicing this fight for months. And I got like a few weeks to try to learn this. Um, <laughs> I'm not though. You had to do that entire fight choreography because that's where like they, they get put through. I think it was Jonathan Major, I mean, basically Tick put her through the table, right? right. He was imagining everything. It, that's the part you talk about. So right, but wait, wait. <laughs> so I was supposed to be doing the fight. So now I'm training to do this fight while I'm still doing the stunts for the rest of the stuff. So I would have to be there early learning this choreography. Wow. Have to you know go and crash this Bentley or you know run out the scene. Hold up, you crashed the Bentley. Huh? <laughs> you crashed the Bentley. Yeah, mm-hmm. episode two when it hit the force field. Oh my oh. god! What? You got the crash. Like, there ain't too many black folk in the world that can say you know uh, I crashed the Bentley. I mean, <laughs> all of us was in, uh, all well. The car was full of all the stunt people, but like we all was in there for that crash. That crash was was. <laughs> so okay i don't want to get you off track finish telling your story but you know we're going back to this oh, oh yeah but uh-huh. um so they actually did hire another guy to come in and do the fight scene because i was you know it, it was just all hectic so i didn't actually do the fight scene gotcha, gotcha. The, guy, the other guy didn't do it either. jonathan did that whole fight wow wow that was because that was a lot that whole knife fight because that was the knife fight yeah. right yeah, yeah. Oh man, I couldn't even imagine going through all that. I was Jonathan. I was trying to give kudos to the other guy. He was like, "Man, I can't even take it." Jonathan did that. He come out like, "Man, I ain't even do that." <laughs> I was like, out here. "I mean, that's just how Jonathan is, though." But like, you know, as much as I was learning how to do the choreography, he was too. Damn. It was just for the the fact that you know, if something happened, somebody got to be there just in case, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I know Jonathan. Jonathan, he'll he'll do it all if he can. Being 100, 100, he'll do it all if he can. 
But I mean, it comes to the time where it's like, we can't let you. Because <laughs> they're not trying to lose that money in case he gets hurt. Because, uh, hey, hey, listen, bro, we need to be staying on schedule. Hey, but like I said, he, he I mean, he he's very, very, like, in shape, of course, as y'all seen. And, like, he's very athletic. And he's very, he's a very fast learner. He's he got a couple abs. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh my god, he has all of the abs. <laughs> yeah, like, don't hate. Don't be a hater. <laughs> no, I mean, kudos. It's been such a pleasure, like riding with him. Like, Jason, why you looking like that? Cause he got all the abs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Brian bringing, he had to bring up abs on the show. <laughs> Used to have all that, but now I'm nothing. Mm, sad. <laughs> I was over here eating fried chicken before the show. I could be doing fight choreography too. Put that chicken down. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Now, Jay, I know you had a question for Brian, right? Yeah, yeah. I, w- I wanted to find out. Um, I, even if it's outside of Lovecraft Country. Was there ever a stunt where you had to second guess yourself, like truly second guess yourself? Like, I don't know if I really want to do this one, but the uh, paycheck no, is, I is nice. There's nothing outside of Lovecraft Country that that was that. It was only Lovecraft Country. Sometimes I was <laughs> guessing you, my decisions. You heard him say, I looked at that tree and was like, oh no. Man, <laughs> uh, the, biggest, the biggest one, which is, I, I mean, I'm still new in my career, but like the best thing I think I've ever done was jump out of the way of that car. Like that was that's the highlight. That's gonna be the highlight of like my career right now. Um, it was a, break it down for us. Weird which night, huh? They break break that one down for us. You which one would you have to jump out of the way of the car? Uh, inside the cabin. So in the cabin when uh, oh, oh yeah 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 in the bruh. first episode yeah in the first first episode. So like I I yeah I don't even know what what I was thinking, but like. Mm-hmm. It was a whole setup. It was supposed to be this whole thing where we in this cabin, you know, the officer just turned into, you know, the monster and we were supposed to simulate like him getting hit by the car, flying into the wall. I'm jumping out of the way, the car coming through, like it's supposed to be all this stuff. Uh, so during rehearsal, uh, one of the stunt performers got injured. Um, one of the rigs was too um, high, it was set too high and he got yanked really hard into the side of the wall and he had to go to the hospital. But after that, you know, I'm thinking like, all right, we about to scrap this because, you know, my man just got hurt. (laughs) It was like, no. Oh man, they came back in like nothing happened. It was like, Uh you ready? I'm like, ready for what? They was like, we still gonna do this. Wait, 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 Brian. Did your blackness kick in like, hold on. I don't care whose country it is. This is America. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused because my my mark just went to the hospital. So like how it was set up, he was my mark. Like when he moved is when I jump. When he moved is when I jump. Now he's not here. Oh, so you went, you you just had to time it. There you go. Mm. I'm so glad you're here. So if, if you see my video that I posted, you see I'm just waiting there. Like on TV, you see they edit it out where it's his eyes and then it's a jump. Now, I was sitting there for about six or seven minutes thinking. <laughs> like this. <laughs> like, I'm like, double dutch. 
only are we gonna put your life in jeopardy, but why don't you think about this for the next six minutes? Bro, yeah, mm-hmm. there was no way we could time it. So like we we they so they did they like simulated headshots you know, or headlights coming to the cabin. I had this little small hole that was through the cabin so I could see the light. And I'm like, man, Brian, did you piss somebody off on the set? Because that sounded like a setup to me. Because you know, like by all means, everything was safe. Everything was was organized. Like, if you really want to know, the car was definitely not even directed at me. Like, the car wouldn't have hit me even if I didn't move. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. All camera, you know, the camera, the way the camera was angled, it just gotcha, gotcha. Movie magic, right? So that's why it was important I time it right so you wouldn't see that. Gotcha. Okay. My video, you see the car come through and pull back because it was on the bungee cord. Gotcha. All right, because you had me nervous out here, B. I'm like, oh. Nah, nah, nah. You know, we want to have an interview. But it was still, still dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he okay, was really, he was really hoping that. He was hoping that Jesus would take the wheel because like, he was like, <laughs> like, please, Lord. I didn't finish that game of words of friends. Like <laughs> I, I got to, I, I'm, I'm in the lead right now. Come on. Well, it, was a, it was a lot. So, I mean, that hill that I rolled down was literally behind the cabin. So like, if that car didn't stop, she would have kept going down that hill. Mm. Like it was, wow. it was a lot of, it was, it was a lot of things that went to the safety of myself and Bethany, who was the double driving that car. That's because y'all got to trust each other, right? Correct. So like I said, like it was no way we could actually you know, play it through. Like what y'all saw was the one and done. We did that one and done. That's what y'all saw. Everything we did was what y'all saw. It was no other takes. That was like it. Yeah. She threw. As soon as I saw that first piece of wood, I jumped. Wow. And see, I'm gonna I'm I'm bring up. Um, this is you that night, yeah. right? Yeah. And 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 uh, we, I'm assuming this is not your blood, right? <laughs> Please. No, nah, no. Nah. So what's actually, <laughs> what's actually was funny, I'm surprised nobody's really tried to do it yet. So when um, our heroes are laying on the ground and the officers are over them, and the first officer gets basically eaten and the blood splatter, mm-hmm. us. Wow. Okay. Uh-huh. So so did so basically did they just throw the blood on you or did they did, did they did, throw it? They shot they shot it at us. Did they throw it? <laughs> uh-huh. We <Yeah>. got sprayed. <laughs> so what is is that fun though? But does does the does the blood in the face make it a little bit more difficult to do the stunt? So no, so I mean like it was basically like a, a, a form of Kool-Aid. So like it actually tastes really good. They, they, they Kool-Aid ju- wait. Oh, it'd be like it'd be like sugar syrup. Yeah, like, yeah. Yes. Oh, I, but I loved it. It's sugar syrup. But Brian was like, "Let me say it so that everybody understands." Kool Aid. Kool Aid. Everybody yeah. instantly knew what he was talking about. Yeah, Kool Aid. Yeah. Red flavor. So they sprayed us, and then they put the paint on the actors. So we okay. for the team, and then they got the paint put on them. But I give it to them in the uh, episode uh, when our uh, black show golf, which I think they named Sprinkles. When when he went ham, wait wait wait, that's his name. I, I, I've been hearing that somebody told me they named him Sprinkles. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm with that. Okay, I, I don't know. if I, I think it's legit. So, well, we gonna dub it right now for everybody that's out there. Brian Neal, H and I C. We co-signing it, even if it, even if they ain't saying it. That's the new name. It's Sprinkles. Black Shogoth name is Sprinkles. <laughs> 
He got like a street <laughs> nickname. Yo. <laughs> no, like, no, this like, is like, listen, listen. If you on the street and your name is Sprinkles, you gotta be tough. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like smiling. Yeah. Everybody's scared of you. Everybody in the hood that's a part of gangs that's named Happy. Uh, 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 <laughs> the foot. Yeah. Get out of here. If, you, if, if your name is Pleasant, that means you're the most dangerous one. You didn't kill him. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't shot true. somebody, grandmom, in the kneecap at one point. <laughs> well, geez. All right. Um, Foxy Roxy, I know you had a question, right? Yeah. So I had a couple questions, but. My my first question is like, um, was there anything that was strange that happened on the set? Like, you know, you hear about certain movies that have like little, you know, curse things or whatever that go on. Was there anything that was strange and unusual during the filming? Um, not in a supernatural sense. I mean, like every day was was strange only because like it was so secret. Like we didn't even know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was going to be doing or going to see going to work. Like one day we was out in the middle of the woods and then the next thing I know is these big cylinder tubes. And I'm like, well, what's those? And they go, are we going to be in water? I go, how are we getting water? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't don't even know. Okay, we in water. I like swimming, but like, do y'all know how we got here? (laughs) I need some help. I'll wait to watch like everybody else. It's all right. <laughs> it's like Russian roulette. Yeah. Man, I'm, I'm so serious. Like on a different day, I walk in and we was um, inside, you know, um, the, um, I kept calling planetarium, but inside where they jump through the portal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what is, what is this? What are we doing? Look at this big telescope. What are we going to go? <laughs> what's said, we learning astrology today. Man, they like, nah, we're going to do some portal stuff. I'm like, portal stuff? <laughs> hey, right. Now, now, you know, that's kind of funny because think about it. If he was on episode one, they're saying all this stuff to him and it don't sound right for the whole se- Like if I said, yeah, by the way, we in water. That's where the black alien come from. Oh yeah, the sheriff of monster. We're going to do the portal. And we're in the future. Oh, by the way, the black lady with the afro? Yeah, don't worry about her. Well, I don't know why she got blue hair. If I was to watch that every day, I'd be like, this is some bullshit. This is going right. This is going right to DVD. I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> this is not shit. Well, what made it worse, we didn't shoot in order. We shot out of order. Wow. So we did, like I said, we did episode one in 2018, and then that was it. And then we went to Atlanta and I think I went down there in June, June 2019 and we hit episode three. So I was lost because I was like, dang, did I miss two? Like, <laughs> just proud to be on set. But like, yeah, all right, you got me back. I'm cool. And then it was like, no, we're going to do two after five. And I was like, wait. <laughs> got you. <laughs> because it was actually really funny. We shot that army stuff in December and it was in the first episode. I was so lost. I was. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was, it was <laughs> snowing out there. Yeah. <laughs> so let, let me, real quick, let me jump in. I'm going to ask a question. Um, a lot of people have joked about how you describe Lovecraft Country. Um, I want to know from somebody who was actually on set, if I came up to you without knowing the show at all. Yes. I said, hey, Brian, I, I heard you was on that damn show. What's it about? 
how would you describe it? Y'all ready? Oh, y'all, all, right, yep. mm-hmm. all right, come on. Y'all ready? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's a show about an Army veteran who's trying to discover his heritage. Mm-hmm. His heritage involves magic monsters. He's on a quest to find his lineage. Will it keep him alive or will it kill him? Got mm. to find out. You know what? And you did All right. it the 10 seconds. I like Listen, that was going to be my next question because I was like, I've seen so many people try and describe this show and it don't make no bit of sense. And it looks, it sounds like you trying to turn me away from the show. Cause like, they're <laughs> like, it's black people. And then white people be taking black people's skin. There's magic. <laughs> There's this monster. And they be eating people. And you like, can't say, you can't say all that stuff. You got to leave it at magic and monsters. When you try to explain it, that's when it get a little off. Like, I mean, it's, yep. it's for your imagination, you know, like mm-hmm. you think when you think magic, not everyone's going to be the same. You know, magic could be different for everybody. Monsters could be different for everybody because we all know what the true monsters in this show yeah. are. Why yeah. show this? Listen, and Ryan Woke, that's what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> <laughs> throughout the entire series, out of all the monsters, we already know who was the scariest ones. And I always say, <laughs> it was the people... <laughs> It was the people, look, we just, it was the white folks of that era. I'm not going, look, I'm not going to beat y'all up now, but y'all know in the 19, look, Tef, don't give them that face. In the 1940s, 50s, and 60s, for black folk, that was an entire horror movie. And this is why, I guess I want to say Afro horror, because that's essentially what Lovecraft touches on. It's so amazing. So, so amazing. So, like, for me, I can't really tell, like, older people that go to church about Lovecraft because the minute you describe anything, like, yeah, by the way, they was in hell, but not really in hell because it was the astral plane. And <laughs> they'd be like, oh, you want Jesus, got you. You need to come on in here with me. <laughs> you need to stop watching that foolishness. But. Bye, because you said the exact same thing when we was trying to tell you to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's HP Lesbra. It's cosmic. It's not demons. No, it's nigga, like I don't space. want to hear all that. <laughs> listen, let me tell you something, because we laugh on the show, because you know, it's spooky season right now. Yeah. It's October. It's Halloween. Kurt don't do demons and monsters and foolishness. So when they said, we got to do Lovecraft, I was like, no, you got to do Lovecraft. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not in this. I ain't got nothing to do with it. But they were like, look, just give it the first episode and see. Let me tell you something, brother. Soon as he hit Cthulhu, did I say it right? Yep. Cthulhu, yeah, finally. With, 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 as soon as Jackie uh-huh. Robinson rocked him, I said, I'm in. <laughs> all right, now, real quick, we got a caller all the way from Ohio. Caller, you on with the head nurse in charge. Who am I speaking with? This is Chris Erie from Nerds on Nights and Blurs. How's it going, Kurt? What's going on, brother? How's it going? I can't complain. I, I gotta say, I gotta say, uh, when I when people ask me about Lovecraft, I tell them it's, it's, it's a number of things. It's multi layered, and it's gonna raise a lot of conversation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Then now, now, now for you, if you had to describe it in thirty seconds or less, if I was asking you, what would you describe the show like? 
Lovecraft Country is a show about supernatural sci-fi, adventure, drama, horror, a love story, family secrets, racism, and find what's supposed to be in, in, in going on. That sounds like gumbo. And it's finally, it's finally show, and it's finally showcasing that we can be the lead. When I say we, I mean black people. Mm-hmm. We can be the lead in all these genres. And they showed that in 10 episodes. Now, see... That, that's that, that is the the deepest point because it touched on so many things. We got Brian Neal here. Of course, you already know he was a, 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 a stunt man on the show. Do you have a question for Brian at all? Brian, how was it seeing that you were being put in so many different situations? How was it knowing that you uh, were being placed like I think you were? Were you put on top of the uh, the sacrificial area there at the near the end, or was that just all Jonathan Major? Yeah, I test. I tested that out. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I got up here. I'm gonna see you. you know, you ain't gonna see an altar, and I'm not gonna see what's it hitting for." All right. And so, B, you heard what he said for for that moment when you actually got to get on that apparatus. What was that like? Um, it was it was cold. <laughs> <laughs> With no shirt on, right? Huh? Because yeah, Atticus ain't had no shirt on. Man, he had no no type of shirt on, man. I'm over here trying to do push-ups, trying to get warm and stuff, trying to, you know, <laughs> the body and stuff. I'm like, because I mean, I'll test it out just to make sure he could fit in it. And, <laughs> and the apparatus actually leans forward, like past the 90 degree angle. So it was actually leaning. So I had to make sure that he wouldn't fall out of it. Oh, yeah. Because that, look, you fall face forward right before that shot. Now you got a black eye. Now we uh, got to wait. in the black eye. It was a drop. Really? Oh, yeah. We was we was we was on the platform, and then we were probably about seven or eight feet above that platform. Oh, wow. oh, so, oh so that's losing your teeth, then? That's losing on your mouth pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, what they say? You got your wig pushed back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, oh, he, he gonna spill all his chiclets. Like, that's what's <laughs> oh my now, Chris, Chris, before we before we uh, let you go, I just want to get your opinion because we're going to talk about Lovecraft Country in, in, in a little bit. We got Brian here, and I I feel like he's nerding out with us. We already loving the vibe. Before you go, the entire ten episodes, one out of ten. How would you rate the series? I'd say fifteen to twenty. Oh, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> ever since ever since watching premiere, I've been looking for a show like this. And this show pretty much put it right on the mark. If this show don't get Emmys next year, yeah, we fight. We burning the bitch down. <laughs> oh, yo, listen, we already showed y'all that we, we look, y'all ain't got no magic no more. So uh y'all might as well go ahead on nominate our boys out here in these streets trying to put out black representation in all platforms. And I like what you said, and, and Chris. Journey, and Journey Smollett proved just how you should run in every horror movie from this. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Falling and shit. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to bring that up, too, because, like, the first scene. It, it Thank like, you, Chris. Bro, like, back, like, Don't worry about it. And then just, like, took off. I was like, yeah, there we go. Nobody tripping. Like no, Jackie nobody. Jackie Joyner. Jackie Joyner. She hit that flow, Joe. I like the run, though. I like the run. She was all. She was like, oh, bro. She hit. I done ran track. So if you say I run track, guess what? Perfect form. Yes. 
high knees. She had the breathing down and everything. <laughs> now, Brian, I, I'm assuming you got to interact with other uh, 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 um, stump women. Is there a PC? Is a better PC? I don't want to say nothing wrong. Tell stunt persons. Stunt persons. There you go. <laughs> we we try to be inclusive. <laughs> but with other stunt people, upon uh, uh, and how was it working with other individuals? Is there anything that you saw where it was like, man, that's a tough one? I'm I'm, I'm I, you were impressed with some of their work because there was a lot of stunts in this this entire series. So I got I got to say like I was I was impressed by everybody. When I tell you I was the greenest stunt person on that set, I was the newest person that ever touched that set. Anybody else on that set had years over me, gotcha. like years. And just even being on set with these people, like I watch everything they do. I'm learning. I'm taking notes. I'm asking questions. That's what that's what that's what I'm here for. I want a longer career in this. I'm about to ask the people who's already had one and just getting their ideas. You know, what are you thinking right now? How would you do this? Like, you know, I got to go do this, but how would you do it? Mm -hmm. what, tips you, what tips do you have? You know, why did you do that in that scene instead of doing this? You know, I'm, I'm very, very like proud to have been around all of these other stunt performers. And I mean, it was, it was quite a bit and it was just more so just knowledge for me, just learning, 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 and just, you know, taking the notes, you know, befriending, you know, I, I've made a lot of, a lot of friends um, from this show that otherwise I probably, you know, would not have. Mm -hmm. uh, and you, you know, being in Chicago, I know a lot of the Chicago people, but like I work with LA people, I work with New York people, I work with Atlanta people, I work with New Orleans people. You know, just being here in Chicago, I wouldn't have met them like that unless, you know, they came here, which I don't know if they would. <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. You got it. Sometimes you got to just get up and go. And, um, and that's how I got it. You know, yeah. I, hey, it's in Atlanta. I could be in Atlanta. Let's go. So we got Oni Sassy and Oni Sassy, you snuck in the back door, baby, but we glad that you finally got a chance to join us. If you could quickly just introduce yourself. And I know you got a question for Brian and then you can take it over. Go ahead, boo. So it's only Sassy here. Um, I made my face up all extra special for y'all. I made it a little spicy. Spear, spear. Anyway. <laughs> you know I got a highlight on my makeup every time I come in here. I spend a long time trying to look cute for you. So y'all going to acknowledge it. Anyway. <laughs> my question. Um, so my question is, as being a black man, what, like, even how did that come across your path as to like making you think, I want to be a stuntman? Like, I want to be that person who leaps across things <laughs> and does all of this kind of like, or not even kind of dangerous stuff. <laughs> um, so, uh, I started off uh, modeling and then I went into acting, and I, you know, used to be on set and I just would watch the stunt people and I'm like, Oh, I look like so much fun. I could do that. I know. <laughs> I cannot do that. I want to do that. So I just started researching, started looking stuff up. I mean, my background is gymnastics, cheerleading, football, basketball, probably, you know, any sport you probably think of, I did it. And it was just, you know, another thing to do. I would say I'm, I'm versatile. I just don't stick with one thing. 
which I mean, it could be good, it could be bad, but I mean, I just, you know, want to do everything. So um, one of my friends, uh, she was a uh, actor and she got into stunts and she got her union card from working on a show. I don't remember what show it was, but like, it was only one, like she did one thing and got her union card. So I'm like, man, it took me a while to get mad. What you do? And she was just like, I'm doing stunts. I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm going. So I just, you know, hopped on Google, did some research. I found a company in Chicago, which is Midwest Stunts. And I just applied to them. Six months later, I was doubling Jonathan on the movie Captive State. Wow. Nice. Hmm. Now... I kind of wanted to jump in and ask you, B. You said that you had did some driving and 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 and, and put that as a part of your repertoire. Did you get to drive? I know you drove, I know you crashed the Bentley, but did you get to drive Woody? Yeah, I drove Woody. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, why you say it like that? I feel like there's a story there. It's a big story. So um I didn't know how to drive Woody when I had to drive Woody. <laughs> oh, boy. So I, I I say by the graces of, of, of everything is how I still was able to keep this job because I was I was not doing well at all. Oh, <laughs> so Woody is a three on the tree stick shift. Um, mm, uh, that is it's a manual mm. with the gear and the wheel in the wheel. Um, the shift is inside the wheel. So oh, manual mm -hmm. that you're used to on the side and just turn it sideways. And it's the H shape inside the wheel. Huh. That sounds That's annoying. Hot. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, you know, understand that or, you know, get that at the time that I had to drive Woody. So because I was. Because we live in the future. Not doing so well. So I did my research. Um, after a day of not doing good, I went on Google. I love Google. Um, <laughs> I looked up probably four or five videos on how to drive the car. So the next day, I was solid. I Look at you, quick learner. Listen, you gotta be hard. Look, that's what I do. I every time I apply for the job, I just show up and then I pretend to know. And then if I get hired, <laughs> oh my god, I, I Google what needs to be done. I just keep doing that too. Listen, that's how I became a doctor. Anyway, um, <laughs> and what field? Um, I stay away from gynecology. It was in Brazil. I ain't <laughs> Well, he's a street pharmacist. <laughs> Jason, how'd you know? Did I write you a prescription once? Anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. All right, so we, look, your sister's calling. And I, I promise, I, no. Look, look, I'm a, no, because when we got company, you know how when somebody crazy in the, is in the back room, <laughs> listen, don't mind. Don't, don't, don't mind that, that just little cousin Tink Tank. Sometimes she she act a little weird if she drool on you it'll be okay. All right. Oh my god. Just so you know, this is cousin Tink Tink. So, hey, you on with the head nurse in charge? Who am I speaking with? Stephanie. Hey, what's up, Stephanie, baby? How you doing? I'm watching the show and it's great. You got you enjoying the show? Yeah. All right, baby. Um, did you have a question or did you want to talk about something specific? I have a question for Brian. Uh, oh, good. Let me just hold on one second, Brian. I'm gonna mute this mic. Let me tell you something. If you say something out of pocket, I swear to God, woman, I'm boy ass in this show. Oh, wait, the mic's still on. I'm sorry, B. Hold on. Um, uh, go ahead, Steph. Go ahead. Uh, you, 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 you on with Brian. Yeah, I'm on with Brian. 
You know what? First of all, he never said that he fought it. If he was listening, he said that he was supposed to, and he didn't get the chance. And why do you care about what Gia smelled like? See, this is this she, just, look, she looked like she smelled good. She looked like she smelled good. Danny smelled real good. Oh, so wait, oh wait, yes, wait. She smelled good, huh? Danny smelled good. Hallelujah. There you go. He said he sm- he said she smelled good. Does that answer your question? Oh yeah, thank you. All right, stop calling us, sucker. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, you know, for anybody wondering, S- S- Steph is absolutely mentally capable. She just loves to call the show. <laughs> Every opportunity. She's crazy. That's because she felt like her sister get a clout. Just tell I'm, I'm telling you right now, this nepotism on this show has got to stop. All right. <laughs> um let me see. I think I got. Well, we, we did our first round of questions. I know that there's a second round of questions. Q, you had another question, right? Um. Yes. Um. I also want to know if Jonathan smells good. I feel like he smelled like. like What's she about to say? He, I feel like he smelled like African and shea butter. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds magical. Oh. So when oh. you know, smell like sandalwood and jojoba Sandalwood, I was like, girl, the whole men's section of uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. Just- I- <laughs> that smell good. He, he smell like musk. Like, I swear, if I can hang up right on y'all. <laughs> I don't give a damn. I call right back. Do he smell good? <laughs> right. Tell me. Brian, you My- must be one of the family now because they cutting up now. I mean, but to answer yeah. the question, though, he smell good. Damn it, I knew it. Right. Listen, I can't, I can't tell you what he smelled like because I smell like cocoa butter. And you know, that, that's, oh, that's the scent. That's, the scent. <laughs> that's what, what we wanted. Me. It could have mm-hmm. been me. I don't know if it was him, though. Either I, way. He said, I'm getting some of that action. Look, I, I, mean, I, I emanated on him. Or he Sounds emanated on uh, Either or, it was cocoa butter smell everywhere. So. <laughs> You realize you, you're making a fan fiction for them. They're going to imagine really are. that you two yeah. are yeah. rubbing against each other, making special like and it's going to be called hard love craft country. Like, no, you no, know, no, 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 Right next to the uh, Astro Glide. Hey, what's that? That's Lovecraft Shade Mother. <laughs> I like that one. I bet it's sell though. Right. I bet you do, because I'm going to buy it out. <laughs> right. Thanks. Hey, Q, hey, Q, what are you using for? You grease up your black sugar. Sprinkle. Oh. I know. <laughs> Is that what we calling it now? That's it. Well, I what you want. <laughs> all, right, all right, now. We all right. We getting off. Okay. Of I got a real question, but I was thinking about that all day. I said, my ass is that. Black so show about the uh, shea butter. Uh, the, the shea butter. Fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I did want to ask you, though. Do you believe that, I guess, in recent in the last five or six years or so, do you believe it's become easier to be an African-American in the uh, stunt industry? Like mm-hmm. getting in on the scene because it ain't that many jobs for us. Um, yes, yes and no. Um, I would say like, I've had the best luck and the best like opportune time for 
basically doing everything. Anything I've done in the entertainment industry has been like love. Like I know I got a guardian angel that's just like, all right, Brian, want to do this crazy shit now? Got it. All right, Brian, doing this now? Got it. You know, and like I said, I mean, it took it took six months. Like it wasn't like you know I submitted my stuff and you know I started working right away. You know, it, it took six months. Like something had to get put in the works that actually came to Chicago for me to, you know, get it. The stunt community is a tight-knit community. Like, a lot of people say it's small. It's not that small. People just don't look. Mm. It's, it's very big. Like, it's so many stunt performers. Like, I don't know if y'all heard, you know, during Black Panther, they claimed that they ran out of stunt, black stunt, stunt performers. Mm. Fine. But well, did you look? Because I was here in Chicago. Mm. You know? It was people with your chest. He said, I was here. You know what I mean? Like, is 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 I know sometimes you don't have time, which is fair, but you gotta take the time to try to look and find out. Will it get easier? Hell yeah. I know it's gonna I know it's gonna get easier. Mm -hmm. Because we're we're in the light now. We're getting more spotlight. African Americans are starting to lead starting to get work they're not just having us be you know supporting in the background having the one or two lines in a horror movie getting killed first we gonna last i know that's yeah. right say that yeah. you say that <laughs> and and you figure with more actors actually getting parts you're gonna need more stunt doubles because right. if there's no black actors i can't double for these white folks unless it's got magic in it yeah Apparently, well, I, I don't know. Things? Is that weird? Is that for like a stunt? Is, <laughs> they did it weird? in Doctor Black and Mister Hyde. <laughs> well, they did it in Lovecraft because the the sheriff had a black body. All he got to do is put oh, some yeah. white makeup on Brian's face and just let his the rest of his skin go. It's already <laughs> shade buttered up. <laughs> oh my god! They did that with makeup, so they didn't actually have another person. They did that with makeup because I was oh. in there getting my makeup done. So if Viewers haven't noticed I'm peanut butter complexion. So like yeah. I, Jonathan, so I had to go through 45 minutes of makeup every time I work. Yo, I, this is, oh, and I wonder, I, I, I wonder if I got that picture in here. I see you like when you were in the robe and they right. had, to, uh, they had to get you tanned. Yeah. yeah. That's how we'll say it. They had to get, they had to get his complexion right. If right. I can find the picture, I'll pull it up. But um, before I do, Teffy, I know you had another question, right? Yeah. So, um, how do you how because I asked you before about having like different kinds of roles how do you feel about like um now that it seems like African-American actors are starting to be able to play like a plethora of roles so now we're not just we don't just have hood movies like last earlier this year Omar Epps did that it was it was bad it was dumb but he did the the <laughs> fatal movie like the one where he was like oh. stalking me along or whatever yeah. and i was like okay for the culture i'm gonna watch it it was kind of dumb but it was still like it was still mm -hmm. like i was still happy though because now we're getting to tell different kinds of stories yeah i'm sorry Tevi, not to interrupt your question but real quick for those that were wondering this is the picture of how they had to do up <laughs> brian you see peanut butter collected complected and they had to put that up uh, that 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 Nutella did, did, did the the, chocolate coat got crunchy yeah, chocolate coating. <laughs> so, then, so then he's just a Reese cup then. Uh -huh. <laughs> you could definitely tell the difference, but you can see just to make him fit Jonathan Major's complexion a little bit better. 
But that's so crazy because you look like a whole nother person just from them doing it. <laughs> that's what every, everybody say. It's, it's actually so funny because um, I've really only doubled maybe one or two light-skinned people like in my whole career. Everybody else is <laughs> darker because my skin is cool with makeup. Like I don't break out. I don't have any. Gotcha. Yeah, whatever he you, went from a cool 350 honey caramel to that 435 <laughs> uh dark chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he got that Morris chestnut complexion on there. <laughs> yeah, multifaceted. But like with it, it's, it's actually like funny because people do they they get confused. Like me and Jonathan would be on set and we'd be standing there and they're like. Uh, I'm like, I don't think we look like it's him. I know you ain't looking for me, Jay. <laughs> you people be confused. Hey, B, stop that. You ain't used that to your advantage at least once. No. You ain't trying to get in the VIP. People have to leave this makeup on. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I was like, did you get a hold of some of that makeup to take with you so you can just be in there and be like, yo, you ain't seen me in low crap? y'all know me y'all think just, I don't walk right in Amisha's office like look <laughs> I, I need a thousand dollars right now one of the few who could tell us apart hmm. say it again Brian Misha was one of the few who could tell us apart Misha uh, when it was wow. All uh, curses all right, then we would have had to hustle uh, Jordan Peele or one of them. Hold <laughs> on, oh, J.J. Abrams wouldn't have been able to tell the difference. That's who we should have gone to. Racist. It's not Kurt's fault, because we know J.J. probably confused Magic Johnson and Dave Chappelle before, so like, oh, you know, just God. saying. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh -uh. He saw Jordan Peele, was like, you key, right? Like, nah, that's the other one. <laughs> No, it's like, no, I, I loved you in Predator. You no, know you don't watch the show, but <laughs> what you do. Um, we're going to ask a couple more questions, and then we're going to jump right into reviewing the entire season of Lovecraft. Um, did anybody have any other questions? Yeah, I got a quick one. Um, I know that with any sport, um, it has a shelf life. So what is the lifespan of a, a stunt person? Good question. Um, oh, that's good. I mean, the career lifespan, yeah. When she prepared, bro, I, let, let me just throw my damn questions out the window. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, they can go as far as long as you can go. Um, my, I mean, the end goal is to eventually become a coordinator. Now, mm -hmm. coordinators are becoming second unit directors. So, I mean, you know, as far as actually doing the stunts, mm -hmm. I still say it's no, it's no end. I mean, I worked on set with people that were in their upper 50s still going. Mm. Like, I'm trying to be like, yeah, let's go. And I mean, like, still healthy, still in shape, like, still look good. And I mean, like I said, you know, for me, you know, I want to eventually become a coordinator. Uh, I don't know right now if I want to eventually do second unit directing and stuff, but I know I want to coordinate. I know I want to get to that point where I'm coordinating, you know, all the crazy stuff. So I ain't got to do it no more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he said, like, I ain't jumping out of my body. My coordinator for the show even was doing it. So, I mean, you never, you never out of it. You out of it if you want to be, but you don't have to be. And I mean, you know, some people get hurt and they're forced out, which, you know, that's the sad life. You know, we've lost some performers, you know, it's very dangerous, get me wrong. 
You know, it goes as easy as tripping and falling to, you know, jumping off of high buildings, you know, dodging cars. There's, there's a lot of stuff that goes in that's all dangerous, all calculated and all planned out. But we all know everything is planned. So you got to maintain safety all the time. But it's, it's, it has an infinite shelf life test to answer that. It's, it's infinite. You go as long as you're willing to go. Yeah, so, and I know Jason's got a question, but before Jason asks his question, I just want to say this: um, Is there any way that, like, possibly a six-two, three hundred-pound man could become a, a stunt double? And I just want to double when people eat. Um, <laughs> oh my god! That's all I want to do. I just want to look. You don't. What you don't like to eat? That you got an allergy? You got a peanut allergy? Just put me in. Coat. I, I got you covered. All right, Jason, go ahead and ask your question. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, one. Props are having a black cat. I as well have a black cat. So. <laughs> yeah, everybody in the chat, everybody in the chat was like, we just got photo bombed by a cat. Wait, <laughs> yeah, just they was like, you got they your own little black panther doing. over there. Yep. <laughs> so cute. His name's Sprinkles. Go ahead. Jay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, when it comes to stuff like horror and sci-fi, I'm a big fan of practical effects. How much was that implemented into the series? Oh, like, um, I would say, I would say this, this show has a great imagination because we had to, um, stuff, you know, wasn't really there. Um, going back to like, uh, the show wasn't there, you know, we had cutout boards of what we think they was going to look like, which actually they did a really good job <laughs> with what we saw and how it actually looked animated. And, you know, like I was mentioning the portal, there was no portal there, you know, he was just jumping into air, but like, it was, it was a lot. And actually the coordinator for that, that guy was amazing. Like I, he could probably see into the future. Cause he was just doing stuff that like, it's like, he saw it. Like we out there looking at nothing, but he saw everything in his head and he's like, we'll handle that. Go ahead and do it. You know, we'll set this up, you know, yeah. Like that, shit, like that on fire. We got it, you know? Oh, and Brian, feel, feel free to cuss. This is a. Oh, this yeah, we do that. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. You can go ham, brother. You both. Oh. This is a. Look, consider this. Sir, like we're not supposed to be cussing like that no more. Hey, listen. He got right. Brian, you at the cookout. <laughs> you got a limit of two F bombs and uh, one N word. So you're good. Okay. Hey, two. Okay. Just one? <laughs> Just one? <laughs> He's a fucking genius. <laughs> My man. We got one My more. Man. <laughs> he said, he said, you know what? Let me use this thing up. Right. Mm -hmm. the clip. Oh, I used to I man on set, like when John doing his thing, I'd be by him. I used to watch like I just don't watch what we do. I just don't watch my actors. I'm out there learning everything. I talk to the cameraman. I talk to everybody that said, You made this set, what you do? How long it take? What you do with like like uh, I try to learn everything because it's the whole I want the whole thing I don't want just I I you know jumped out of the way of a car today. Okay, no, I learned how they built that set. I learned how long it took them to build that set. I learned what it was out of you know how is this car coming through this? Is this really wood? Do I got to fear for my life for real? <laughs> we 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 got you. It's fake wood, but we got you. Everything rigged. It's a fall away you know side. It's meant to be crashed through, like everything set up. It's so much like behind the scene magic, if you will, all over this. Yeah, because you can post it. I have to admit, it, it was really dope because we connected in one of the uh, Lovecraft Country groups. And Brian has really been dropping like 
you know, you get to interact with the people who actually love the show. It's one thing to just be out on social media. It's different when you're in a place where we all congregate and we want information. Bro, so I didn't even know that stuff existed, man. Like, what? yeah, it was it was a huge like I couldn't believe it. Like, I have a, a a few friends that were like talking about it, and it came on my feed, and I'm like, "What y'all talking about?" And they go, "Oh, we in this Lovecraft Country group." I'm like, "In a group, and I'm not in it." <laughs> He's like, <laughs> "I am the group." I know, right? <laughs> How you know about this group? I'm Lovecraft, <laughs> dude. You invite me in this. He's like, I'm the shape of the Lovecraft. Put me in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, well, my, let me get that invite. Like, hit, hit me. Uh, well, you know, she added me in the group. And then I was trying to say it a little low. I was watching just to see, you know, how it was going. Like, because I've never seen You were trying to make sure nobody was talking trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people were still talking trash, but, like, I just never seen, you know, people are coming together. And it wasn't just, like, you know, right. 20. It was hundreds. Conversations, you know, hey, why? turn blue or hey do you think this do you think that and i'm like man these people going because you know what big hello me but you know what the, the crazy thing about that is because we don't usually get that about us fair yeah That's, yeah that and, and, and i mean I, I said the same thing because i like like they said i wasn't on board at first <laughs> but i always you know just because of the program i instantly joined whatever show it is that we're going to focus on like the okay. groups and whatnot and this is the first time, this is the first time I have ever seen, like you said, hundreds of conversations going on every episode. Everyone, every, like, it was, it was, it was awesome. Cause I'm like, I know those answers. Should I answer them or should I keep them guessing? <laughs> they was like, they was like sharks in the water and he threw chum in there. Once he started dropping behind the scene pics, because that's what I, I was like, who that next to John? I was like, he ain't in the cast. I ain't seen him on the show yet. And then he was like, stuck, man. And I was like, uh. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me tell you, like, I did, like, just, just even the, for first off, the first thing I did was thank the group. By all means, like I said, I didn't know this stuff, ex- like, I didn't know groups like this existed. It was so awesome to me. The first thing I did was say thank you. You know, I didn't think about, you know, introducing myself to say who I was. I was just right. I, like, this is, I, I, I just got to say thank you for this. Like, you yeah. guys in here, you know, bringing this up is going to make it more popular. It's going to make it, you know, more known. This is something that I spent two years working on. Two years of my life went into this. Like, yeah. I appreciate every one of y'all. And they was like, who is you? Black people fashion. Black people like, why, um, like, you why, lying? Why, why, why are you saying thank you? Why, why should we say you welcome? And I'm like, oh damn, my bad. I'm the stunt double. And they like, prove it. Exactly. <laughs> so it didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. Prove it. Right in the admin. Yo, when he started dropping the photos, everybody was like, hold on. Then, it, then here's the funniest thing. They go from prove it to comments oh what's that excuse what what, they was asking stuff like in season two do you think i said this is not the man who thought it up (laughs) (laughs) they thought he was jesus they was like you know what i shame my daughter because my baby father ran out i was like lady that is (laughs) what that is the wrong (laughs) ma'am i know (laughs) oh 
Like, like, like Brian, can you send me $20 through Cash App right now? <laughs> Brian called his stunt double. He was like, hey, hey, uh, you need to handle that. Um, now, we about to get into, now, Brian, I want you to get out of the stuntman mentality because I know you're a fan of the show. Correct. We're fans of the show. So everything we do now is as fans of the show. We're getting okay. ready to get into, and, I, and as always, like I tell everybody, Call into the show, 267-271-4219. Calling numbers up. Steph, don't call back again. <laughs> Everybody else, will. if you got a question in the chat, somebody's monitoring the chat, but please repeat your question in case we miss it because the chat is rolling. Y'all really are being receptive and showing love. And I know Brian appreciates it. We appreciate it. But what we need you to do is once again, hit that share button because we're about to up the ante of this conversation by getting into the entire season of Lovecraft. So we're going to talk about episode... Wait, can I just say, Sassy, your makeup is really fly. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. So thank you, thank you. I tried really hard to make sure that I actually, like, contoured and all of that other y'all little just stuff. Y'all just break, for real. That's what y'all, y'all doing in these streets. First of all, don't come. I'm just We got to give her flowers. I'm by the way, hey Brian, Brian, I just wanted to say your shea butter looks good on. That's you. what I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> you just make sure we have ladies night next week. Honey you got to be quiet. Listen, as the re- as the resident vampire, uh, you saw me. In, you saw me in Twilight. Um, I, I'd like to say, yeah, I'd like to say because I don't age, baby. Now I'd like to say I appreciate all y'all neck bones out. Uh, I, I really like this. It's, it's really nice. I'm There's a lot of neck bones out here. I love all the neck bones. I love all the clavicles. Everybody looking good. Jason, by the way, I'm, I, I liked your well-greased locks. And your, uh... <laughs> I grew my mustache back. Yeah, <laughs> your mustache back was imperative. Now, episodes one through three, we're just going to take them in a block. I just want to know because, because, Brian, you worked on one and three, correct? Uh, all of them, one, two, and three. Whoa, oh, this is even. This is right up your alley, then. All right, episodes one, two, and three, favorite moments. And I'm gonna start with Brian, and then the, I'm gonna go to the, each person on the panel. Um, uh, episode one when they was in the diner and Letty's like, "Yo, we gotta get the fuck out of here." <laughs> oh. And that is, I think that's uh, well. He, he that's one of my favorite scenes too, because that black woman showed what you the accurate response for those yeah. kind of things. I was wrong mm-hmm. because I mean I didn't know why they was running out of the, the restaurant. I had no idea why they was running out the restaurant, and I'm like, oh, that that makes sense. Let's go. I'm sorry, B. Hold on, we got a question from the chat from Dre, and I just I just want to pause on us geeking out for a second so I can get this question in from Dre. He asks, do they have stuntmen awards or trophies or celebra- uh, ceremonies to celebrate stunt individuals? Um, we have the tourist awards, which is basically us doing it for us. Mm. Um, Academy does not recognize us as anything. Black. So no, um, to answer that question, um, the, the tourist awards are still a theme. But I mean, like I said, it's it's basically like if we did an award show right now for this podcast and then we were like, all right, 
who had the best makeup. And then we go through, and then I mean, we know who got the best makeup. Ah. <laughs> you know, she get an award, and it's like, th- thank you, but like, right. yeah, you know. So to answer that question, no, we 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 are not uh, recognized. Um, they are many people trying to fight so that we are, um, because we should be. Agree. Yeah. Agree. Have it. Um, another, just real quick. There's a little love out here in the chat. Lovely said, yeah, we like Brian. He can come back. So they love you out here, brother. You, you Shea buttered up, and they said, if you can stunt double for tick, you must have abs, too. So <laughs> now, now and I, I was going to say that stunt awards thing, that's that's pretty new, too. Yeah, they, that was around the time of, like, I think Kill Bill was, like, one of the first to start getting that recognition yep. when they started creating it. It was, like, like, 2000 or 2000, like early 2000s. I remember. Yep. We got a comment from the chat and I always mess up a name, but I'm going to see, make sure I say a name correctly today. Tamara said, ain't no, say it again. Tamara. Tamara. She said it Sunday. Yeah. And I I smoke weed on Monday. You know, I ain't got no (laughs) brain. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm joking to my employer. That was a joke. <laughs> that was that was that was joking. Just a joke. Yeah, jokey jokes. Um, he said, "Ain't no players ball for the stunt people." That's why. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, we, we don't get no love. We the the unsung heroes. That's the whole point. The whole point is to be invisible, and we are. Ew, no, that wow. is uh, with a lot of people. A lot of y'all risk lives out there. Yeah. And yeah, some of y'all have actually died. I've, I've got seriously hurt and or have died, and it's yeah. still nothing. Yeah. All right. So, Teffy, mm. episodes one, two, and three, what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene? Well, I told y'all Sunday, episode three is probably my favorite episode out of the whole series. Well, break it down. Yeah, so Letty, when she like gets the house and it's haunted, and my favorite scene is when she goes outside, baby, with that baseball bat, that gospel music, you get the stomping and clapping. Yeah, she busting out windows. I'm like, yes, baby, head buster. Some Jasmine <laughs> Sullivan bust the windows out your car. We yes. some headbusters. <laughs> head I knock a head out. We some head yeah. <laughs> And then when she exercised Hiram from the house, get the fuck out of my house, Jasmine. Tell him. <laughs> you can't. No, no, for real. Because like after having to go through like my surgery and literally almost dying. When she was like, this world is different than I thought it was, Mm -hmm. but I can't be afraid to live my life and I have to stake my claim in it. Baby, I felt that. I know that's right. Mm -hmm. How about you, Q? Episodes one, two, three. Episode one, I would say the opening scene with all that fabulous sci-fi. And I was like, where am I? What Are we high? Am I high? (laughs) (laughs) We just started. They just rolled the scene. But yeah, that was my favorite with the tentacles. You know, I love tentacles. (laughs) (laughs) I all up in there. I know. I know what you like. Go ahead. Yes, and then episode two, I would say, um, what was episode two? at the house, so, so, so that's when they get to the house. Yes. Yeah, so the scene is with the cabin, 
And oh, yeah. I'm like, you was trying to kill us. Now you want us to risk our lives to save your asses? That's <laughs> nah, we all died. We all <laughs> I ain't running shit. Track what? No. I'd have sat down. <laughs> I'd have sat down like Shoot me because either way, we all dying. So I'm gonna put some hot sauce on myself and be like, come on, sugars. Intimidate me, and we all gonna die. Your logic is flawed. Yeah. Wait, wait, what do you say? Throw my body in the sea with my ancestors who knew that it was better to die than to be locked in bondage. I'm dying. (laughs) What? You're flawed, sir. And then uh episode three. My favorite scene is when she called on all the ghosts in the house. Like, let's shut these motherfuckers down. Okay, don't let them hold you in this house. Yes, you are not dead. You can still do this. Yes. Yes. And then they got their humanity back. They sold. They started to come back to who they originally were before they got mutilated. I was like, you know me, crying. I'm like, they took your life, but don't let them have your death. Ooh. Yeah. That's uh-oh, that's promo. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A word. Foxy Rocks. What was yes. You? Um, my favorite part was all right, um, the first episode where they're in the when they're in the Bentley. No, 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 they weren't in the Bentley, but the Bentley just kind of came out and just recreated that whole force field. And I was just sitting there, I'm watching this, and I'm like, okay, it's a whole lot of stuff going on. And all of a sudden, you know, it just you know, the other car crashes and I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Um, also too, the scene in the diner that like just how they just came in and they just can't call themselves having a seat. And I was sitting up here looking like, you know, y'all in this white diner, you think they're going to serve y'all? Y'all just confident about this, you know? And then Letty hears what's going on and way she just bolted out of there. Like, yo, we're going to get mm, out of here, you know? And that was pretty cool. Um, and of course, you know, the second episode, um, I think probably like, you know, with the whole cabin situation, they all were good. I liked them all. I can't even really say which one was my absolute favorite, but I do like the first scene, I think the most. All right, go. Sassy. <coughs> ah, so this one is hard, I was thinking, because like it took me for the first three episodes before I even started like really getting into the show. I was like, ah, and <laughs> eventually, I'm trying to, I know one thing, Letty can run. I liked watching yeah, her can. run. Me I too. thoroughly enjoyed that because she was out. Like, she was, made her a name for herself. She wasn't going to be these other little girls tripping in the woods mm-hmm. over branches and twigs. No, she was gone. You did not have to tell her twice. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jay, how about you? Your favorite out of the episodes one, two, and three. See, I love that opening scene, like seeing all that socks. That was I was oh, I wasn't ready yeah. for it because I look. I'm a, I like I, as as weird as this going sound coming out of my black mouth. I like Lovecraft. Like <laughs> I like I, I like the mythos behind like a lot of like his you know creations and all that stuff. So I was like. Is this gonna have Cthulhu? And then I saw, I was like, "Oh, word! Like, all right, cool. This is like Black X Files. All right, this is how we gonna do this." Yeah, um, I like that. Oh, sorry, Jay. Go ahead. No, no, it was just little things. Especially episode one struck me the most because there was like, I was like, "Yo, I I know about like in my travels, like certain places that were like." like you had to get out of town quickly because you felt uncomfortable." Sundown like, town, I, baby. I, 
look, I lived in, the, you know, I, I've lived in different suburbs where they treated you like that. Because I was, me and my mom were the first black family to move in the suburbs at, at a time where we got harassed by the cops, like within the first hour of moving in. So like, I was like, it was like PTSD for me. <laughs> like, I was like, oh man, I was getting all anxious and stuff. Yeah. And then, then when 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 the cops started getting yanked up in the darkness, I was like, yes. <laughs> I, was, I was getting all vengeful. I was like, yes, kill me. And I was like, oh. vengeance. And then knowing that, that myself and, and and my lady, she is, we are biracial, and that she is also of the of the Caucasus Mountains. Like I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you I right like, now, you sleeping on the couch. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> like, but then when I love my favorite scene in episode three, when she was busting out the windows, but they came with the getaway deal where they was like, put all everything yeah. in the truck, uh, speed off. And then it was like, we ain't got no weapons. Right. I was like, yeah, I don't know how the windows got busted out. I was loving it. Mm. Mm. Right. Now, now, for everybody, we, we we about to move on to four, five, and six, but I just wanted to give mine real quick. I only have two scenes that honestly I can say definitively out of one, two, and three were A1 for me. Was number one, not when she said, I'm Letitia fucking Lewis. It was when Uncle George yeah. finally <laughs> accepted her and he said it back to her. And then right. here, sweet old Uncle George be like, because you're Letitia. It's something about Uncle George's character that resonated with all of us. He was the uncle, father, big brother that we all wish we had. I really was sad that the character did not continue throughout the series because I was like, they can't kill off Uncle George. No, like, I love him. Yeah, they can kill this Negro. And I'm like, I love him. But I, I thought that point was really pivotal because that's one of the first times that's because everybody else in her family had basically shunned her at that point but tick and his his uncle had accepted her and what jason said let me tell you something on this show y'all have seen multiple times that we talk about protecting black women right Mm -hmm. i thought that misha and i and i feel like it was her vision in her mind to have leticia be the one not tick leticia be the one to bust the windows out cause havoc, be fed up and angry, but to have black men in a supporting role to come, that's, when we say protect black women, that's what we mean. You ain't had to save her. All you had to do was hide the body. That's all she <laughs> was asking. Listen, And when the cops come, just be ready and just on standby. Ready. Back yeah. black women up. I Honestly, I think it should be changed from protect black women to support black women because yeah. we not out here it's not incumbent on us as black men because you know i gotta make every episode deeper than what it is but it's not incumbent on black men to save black women per se they can save themselves but we need to be there to back them up when the cops come and y'all know what i mean by that when the heat comes, we need to be there to, to, to support them and make sure to strengthen that pillar all right so now that i went oh, to my oh. bag and got into one, my- one, one little nerd topic that popped in when I freaked out when I was watching episode three. Oh, when yeah. I peeped that uh, Emmett Till was there, yeah, and he was like, Am I gonna have fun on my trip? and I was like, Wait, 
what time of the year is this? And I started thinking, I was like, yo, yes. that better not be Emmy because I remember the tie and the, and the clothes. And I was like, yes. yo. I had goosebumps when you said I was like, yo, they went too deep with me. I was, I was just like, stop. <laughs> I think that's when we all knew this is going to be different. Yeah. That's when we said this is not going to be no normal show. They really touching on real topics. And yeah. Yeah, Jay. Good point. Good, good one to bring out. All right, B, you back up, baby. You got four, five, and six. Talk to me. Uh, four. Um, I like when um, the uh, – oh, dang, four. I love four. It's my water. It's the water. I love the water. <laughs> but as a fan, as a fan, I like the whole um, haunted ghost ship. Um, that was real cool. Um, I like the, the effects that they had when she came to life. That was just like – Super cool to me. Right. And then uh, with five, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mountain uh, black it, people. That ain't, that, that was new. <laughs> changing, changing complexions. Uh, I was, I was loving, I was loving her little switches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was rolling. I'm Listen, like, brother, that's it. Hold on real quick, B, because you actually, and I'm gonna, I want you to go back into your, your, your stuntman role. Okay. Um, that, that is a beautiful black woman, Ruby. Um, <laughs> the, what does she smell like? Oh my God! <laughs> Look at these smells. Listen, I'm just saying. I'm just saying on that too. Yeah, like, yeah. Come on, Brian. Tell don't me. Don't want to know what the whole cast. Wait, shut up, Sassy. We we got quiet for the Shea Butter and, and Jonathan Majors. I, I didn't even ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like you did. I don't care, Brian. I'm did. Brian, we 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 real quiet. Tell me about Ruby. Man, like. Super cool, super awesome. Um, um, a pleasure, a pleasure to uh, like. I was never on set with her, but I shared the trailer, the makeup trailer with her. And wonderful presence, like so kind, so nice. She always speaks. Super, super cool, super awesome. Like right. watching, watching this, I was like, dang, okay, she could act <laughs> real good. All right. <laughs> Yeah, cause, cause like this for real in person, okay, bro. She looked like she smelled like sunsets, like, she like roses. Yeah, <laughs> oh roses, is that what it is? We said roses. Yeah. All right, she all right. Like she all right, like sunflowers. Listen, I started drooling. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stephanie said you biting on her question. No, <laughs> no, that is true. I did roast her for asking about somebody smelling, and now, now we are. And then you going eggs? How somebody smell? I figured if we gonna be nasty in front of guests, we might as well go all the way. <laughs> all right, so B, Brian, go ahead on you. You were up to number four, and how did you feel about number uh, number six? So, so mind you, like we we didn't see these tales. Like I didn't know what the fuck was happening. I that, that was my second one. Dang. Yeah, you wasted it. <laughs> I, that's you know what? We gonna show love and give you an extra. You get a third. Just oh my god! Rocking with her. <laughs> I I had no clue like what we were looking at. I'm like, he's in the air, but why? Like, <laughs> yeah. Mind you, so um, James Kaiser, who plays her first lover, who we actually saw really get the tales brought into him, is like an awesome guy too. And I love him because he was in Heroes and I could talk about that as a whole nother thing. But- um, Wait, wait, B, Brian, are you, you wouldn't have to be a geek, would you? 
um, do you not see these geek glasses that I have? Hey! Sir, hey! gotta push him up. Right, he gotta hit that the drone yeah. when it light up and do the whiteout. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, yeah. It's like a superhero. I'm a whole different person, and then now it's the you gotta you, you gotta hit that. Yeah, hey, Taffy. hey Taffy, make a note. Bring him back. I like. Him. I like. Hey, him. I want to come back. Y'all better. Y'all better have me back. You damn yeah. right. Yo, I like him. <laughs> it's every so often we get guests on here. Some people, you know, they in the business, but they don't know. They're not fans. But right. it's dope to be able to geek out with somebody. And especially somebody, he was like, I just saw him in the air. I didn't know what was happening to him. <laughs> <laughs> right, because I mean, so what What I love, what I really, really love, like people have asked in the in the group is, I'm watching it, you guys are watching it. I only know what I did. Mm-hmm. Oh, none of the other stuff. So like when that tale came out, I was like, oh. <laughs> that's what was okay, dang. Uh, yeah, so you yeah, do, they're good. Like we do. They're good. Mm. Okay. All right. Look, we're gonna switch it up. We're gonna go in reverse now. Jay, you go ahead and lead off. Four, five, and six. Would you like you do, you, do I need to bring the graphic up so you yes, can remember? Yes, please. Uh yeah, just for funsies. Just for funsies. I know, I, I know cause we old and we don't remember everything. So. See, I, I saw I peeped uh, see I peeped B's glasses and I was like, oh, so we got the same uh, style of taste with the frameless glasses. Like that's that's how we do. Um, go ahead, brother. Four, five, and six. Your favorite scene. Mm. All right. I love the whole Indiana Jones. Because we got twenty minutes left. Come on. Yeah, I love the whole Indiana Jones vibe that, like, I felt from uh, from four. Like, it was just like, just like some Last Crusade kind of thing. Like, I was waiting for somebody to, because even with the bridge, it reminded me of of that. Um, My favorite thing in five was just the effects used in. The transformation. Yeah. Like, you, you, I, I, I wanted the to know. Suit? The, the, the yeah. Music. Yeah, because I was like, all right, look, I know, she, I, uh, like, they were talking about, like, I knew it was leading up to, the like, something, some type of metamorphosis because they kept showing imagery of butterflies and talking about that. And like, I was like, all right, so is she going to do something cool, some kind of weird thing? And I was like, oh, she turned into a white woman. Oh, Okay. And then when the skin started falling off, I was like, "This is." It reminded me of like the howling when whenever they turned into yeah. werewolves, they would like literally tear off their flesh, and underneath would be the werewolves. Gotcha. So yeah. it was like a violent transformation every time. And so I loved seeing that effect. How did they clean up that mess? Like, how did nobody <laughs> like? Here's my problem with it. I don't even. I, I call it a, a minor plot hole because like somebody had to go into that basement. And they're going yeah, to the freight elevator. That's crazy. Like the freight elevator. There is just pieces of white woman all <laughs> over the corner of the elevator. Nobody's going to say, like, what happened to Amanda? Like, no, no one's going to say anything crazy. Like, what's going on? White, white woman leftovers. Because, and it like, do they melt after job, What yeah. happens? I guess, like, do they disappear? Do they melt? I don't know. Because, because that kept happening at her job. So there's like outside is a chopped up as a piece of a white woman. In the freight elevator, there's pieces <laughs> of a white woman. Like at some point, somebody's got to be like, what's going on with this job though? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> Jason, dead up, dead up. There's a cop somewhere in Lovecraft country that is tracking down missing persons for white women and found all those pieces. And now they don't understand why they can't find the person. They, it's an open investigation, I promise you. Just, just faces. 
just like pieces of cheekbones and and, and like thigh meat. They're like, why is it just thighs and a and a thumb over here? Where's the rest of it's, this white no woman? No skeleton is just soft tissue. Just, just skin. It's skin. Skin and meat. Carrot soup. Well, 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 Jason, Jason, you just made me hungry, and uh, I'm gonna make some beef stew later. Um, right, right, we about to make soup. Uh, like, but then uh, I did like six. I like the story behind six. I thought it was mad brave to to do a whole episode that was pretty much subtitled because you know how people are with subtitles. Yeah. Wait a minute, real quick, Jason, have- real quick, real, real, real quick. Brandy Lynn in the chat said, "You know, some black person had to clean it up too." <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know they did. You know they did. It was like, God, Rufus, go over there and get that the, the, the meat Wait, up. You what, know, what did you soup. call Cleophis? Very <laughs> <laughs> good. Go get the mop. <laughs> Rastus, because that's the that, remember Rastus. He was, he was the wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. You imagine him coming home from work. Oh, Matilda, you won't believe all the white women I had to mop up. They had me cleaning up all these white women all over the place. Had me in the elevator. The elevator cold as dice. I'm up there cleaning up this white woman. Then no, no, he got no, Jay, outside. Jay, Jay, he slid his glasses up like how Brian did. He was like, let me tell you something. L- l- listen here. Listen here. But, but you got to have, no, have a cigarette. Leave this job. We going back to the south. Talk with the cigarette hanging out of the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Right here now, it got me out here with the down on white people. Turn up these white women. All right, wait, wait. All right, we we gotta go ahead. Wait, wait. We gotta keep it moving. Go ahead, Q. Give me your best four, five, and six. Okay, you gotta give me the graphic answer. You know I'm what? Forty-one years old. Yeah. <laughs> now you know Cleophis then came over here and swept the graphic away. I got you. That it's was killer. You killed me. That was the nail in the coffin. My daddy middle name is Cleophis. <laughs> <laughs> you daddy out here cleaning up white women. <laughs> okay, so episode four. Uh, my favorite scene was when they. I felt like my ass was in Pirates of the Caribbean when they walked up on the last scene with the hermaphrodite goddess. Mm-hmm. I was oh, like. And she was beautiful with all her parts. Mm. You know how I feel yes. about her. Anyway, <laughs> episode five. My favorite scene is when she was in that job interview, and it just it, it was personal. But anyway, she was in that job interview, and she was getting ready to change. Mm. And she was and like, she I got out of there. <laughs> had the bubble guts when you was in there. I, I, I was in an interview, and I had bubble guts. But yep. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was the reason. Uh, can I? Yeah, wait if I got this job tonight, I'm gonna shit in his office. But, <laughs> 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 but her with her creeping all the way down that hallway, I say, oh, she about to lose this shit. <laughs> That's what they thought that white woman. She didn't shit a white woman out. Look at this. Yeah. So right, episode six, I love anything Asian culture. So you can give me my onis, my uh, yokai. Six tail uh, foxes, and I was all I'm so happy right now. Yes, yeah, I am. I feel valued. <laughs> Thank you for caring about me. Yes. But that was my thing. All them tails when that shit hit the fan, I was like, yes, I'm calling on my anime gods and simpas. <laughs> all, all I saw was I, I was like, there's I, there's like six Naruto fans busting their nuts right yeah, now. Like, like, just like, <laughs> Come to life. All right, Sassy. Four, five, and six. What'd you like? Uh, four. So I liked 
the anticipation of me wondering if they were going to drown or not for oh, a minute. Man. Like, yeah, because I was like, oh, snap, this water don't look like they going to get out of there. Too safe. Somebody going to drown. Um, I was betting on it being the dead. He mm. didn't. I'm glad they all lived. <laughs> um, what was it? Five, five. My the whole. Of course, everybody's favorite part. The part where she turned into a white woman and was doing living her best life. Yeah. But I kind of didn't like the way she was talking to her staff. After a minute, she was abusing her authority, and I was like, "Whoa, back up a little bit, Miss. Like, you got to remember what you look like. You can't say that no more." <laughs> <laughs> she was still talking like a black a, woman. You about to melt in a few minutes. You better not get too much. <laughs> yeah, like she was saying too much. I'm like, ma'am, like, don't. Do, did you like when people talk that you like that? No. Yeah. But um, and what was it? The uh, six. That's where we are. Yeah, and same thing. Anime fan. I'm an otaku. My name is Oni Sassy. So of course I was like hype about that. Was like, yeah, you chill those unsuspecting men. They deserve it. <laughs> Not my man from Heroes, though. Like, my man's from Heroes. <laughs> right, Foxy, rocks, rocks, you got four, five, and six. What'd you like about them? All right. So, what I liked about four was I like how when they got to the museum and Letty had to get that map. And, you know, of course, you know, the father's up there like, okay, well, we need you going to make too much noise. She was like, screw that. Got the mat. Went on it. She ain't care about nothing. She ain't care about that guard losing his job. We going down here. Let's go. She just took the range. I love that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number five. Yeah, I like the fact that Ruby was, you know, she was changing and she got a chance to see what it was like to be on the other side. I believe, I think, I don't know if I'm wrong or not, but um, when the boss was up there trying to get one of the employees and or sexually assaulted her or whatnot. And then she got back at him with that oh, heel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I was waiting for somebody to say this with that oh, yeah. heel. I was just like, oh my gosh. That yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my that God. wasn't no normal uh shoe up. No. Like you I heard people say I'm gonna put my foot up your ass, but damn that foot was <laughs> there literally. I wanted to, I want to see season two. <laughs> you know what <laughs> see if he's right. back. Walked out of your life. All right. What about you, Taffy? What was your favorite? Um, okay, so I was actually kind of bored with episode four. I was like, if y'all don't get y'all night at the museum, Indiana Jones in the temple of this bullshit head ass is out of my face. I was like, tell me how go. you really feel. I know. <laughs> I was like, please go. Um, but we start to get introduced, we start to see like Montrose. And we see him as like, like we don't know how damaged he is. So like it just like, uh, like I in the beginning, like you hear like kind of like his flashback. So you know there's like trauma there, and the trauma is what leads his behavior. But I was like, so you just gonna keep fucking up, huh? You just <laughs> you just not gonna be better. Okay, all That's right, all right, right. So episode five, um she did that thing that people pretend that they don't do where she got to be white for a little bit that thing where like people are like nah I would never want to be white I love my black skin and it's like you can love your black skin and still wonder what it be like on the other side and I think they 
handled that sort of like hypothetical really tactfully Mm -hmm. um and like at no point did it ever seem like hokey she never seemed fake in her intentions for why or why not doing it and um everything like that so I felt like that was handled with such care and it really makes the difference to know like I was like there ain't no way in the world that black people did not write this Mm -hmm. so I really loved that because I felt like it had less melanated individuals been holding the pen it would not have been done as well um episode five is actually because that whole yeah and i wanted you to know a nigger bitch did this to you Ah." (laughs) (laughs) right so obviously out of this out of this group um episode five if only for that ending is my favorite out of this group but episode six um and whenever we get our head nerds in charge website up i actually wrote an article based off of this episode where i was like we need to stop and i kind of like disagree with you what you said before about like not needing to protect black women i was like we need to stop making making the victims who are typically women stop making it their responsibility to protect themselves like these are like her mom married a man and then let him abuse her and then put the responsibility of revenge on her child by summoning this spirit and sacred and basically giving her daughter over to this spirit making the daughter who is the victim the one who needs to seek revenge and then making her responsible for it and denying her love and affection because it's like oh you you're not my daughter anymore and it's like well then when did she stop being your daughter when you let that man rape her when you sat by and didn't do nothing about it or when you summoned a spirit and made your daughter into a monster because that's what actually happens we make the people we love these monsters by not doing our due diligence and taking care of them in the first place oh but now you want to be mad at her saying she's not worthy of your love or any love at all because of the damage you have allowed to happen to her that is disgusting and that needs to stop if you want to be there for women be there for them in all things and stop putting the onus on us who have been hurt to take care of ourselves mm-hmm. all right cool well that's the end of the show hey, and- hey, hey, hey. <laughs> But but real quick, I want to make a quick statement. Episode five was an allegory for code switching at work. Damn. Yes. Oh, that's it. That's your boy. (laughs) That's the ultimate code switch. That's that's, that's a whole body switch. Um, I just, I I think for me, and I'm going to be short with it. I was surprised that they highlighted the atrocities that America exacted in war-torn countries. That was deep because it wasn't just it wasn't just about black trauma. It was also the trauma that we exacted on foreign lands, which is something that we rarely get to see and they did it with the main protagonist. Like, I'm sorry, we love Tick, but Tick put a bullet in an innocent woman's head. Yeah, I wasn't. Oh, no. That's when I really yeah. was like, yeah. screw this man. But that's what, but that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, we excuse it because 
we're okay with it, but this is what we do with everybody. Tick, tick, tick essentially, in no uncertain terms, is a war criminal. But we don't, we, we don't see all of that because we see all the good he did. Kind of like an allegory for America. But that's so a, he, a that, he's not a war criminal because America gets the right to history. Because well, I, I said that that's why I preface it with to us, yeah. to us, he's a war criminal. But mm-hmm. that's that's neither here nor there. Um, as far as Ruby goes in episode five, I was just really interested to see how her and Christina's relationship developed after the fact because I thought that was really really deep. Because remember, this is this is somebody who manipulated you. But at this point, she's so starved. And the thing that that the, the key takeaway from five, I'm not even gonna get into Black Indiana Jones in episode three, but we get we we y'all saw that. I liked it. It was dope. It was I called it Black Goonies though. But anyway, um I just the key takeaway that I had from five was remember this, and this is remember this for yourself. Ruby didn't get the job because she never tried. We could have mitigated all of that BS had she just applied. And then she used her own insecurity and exacted aggression and anger on the person who actually tried it. So what? She was unqualified. She was qualified to jump ahead of your behind because she had the drive and the confidence in yourself. Stop waiting on people and stop waiting for the right opportunities. Just do it. Oh, that was a Nike. That was a Nike. Now y'all know usually we sign out at 10 o'clock. We'll go a little bit extra just because we got four, five, and six. All I'm gonna ask is for four, five, and six, just keep it to one or two things that you like. You mean seven, eight, nine, uh-huh. eight, ten. I'm sorry, yeah, because it's like four of them. But just give me your, your, your top highlights because uh I'm hungry and I ain't eat yet. Um <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna move on to seven through 10, which is the last four episodes. And there's a lot, uh, this is going to go long. If this for anybody, so I'm just like, pack. listen, I'm not right. I can't rush. I just, I, I, I can't in good conscience rush, rush this because this is good. For those that are sticking around and watching, stick around if you want to. For anybody on our panel and our guests, you can bow out any single time. Just let me know and I'll make sure y'all can say your goodbyes before you go. But I just can't shortchange people in the best part of the doggone se- I mean the best part of the season is 7 through 10 mm-hmm. so without going in order just jump in there and let's have a discussion about 7 through 10 our favorite scenes I'm going to go I'm always going to give give our guests the leeway Brian let me know 7 through 10 what's your favorite parts uh, 7 when uh, Hippolyta was you know trying to find herself um she she went through a lot like i know a lot of people were trying to decipher the codes that was at the bottom of the uh of the little episodes that yeah. anybody figured out let me know because yeah he is something down there by the way mm-hmm. um d so eight killed the game that man i know a lot of people like uh Thompson and Bob C, but i mean d d you can't shadow her she she killed it now wait real quick because i want to pick your brain brian I saw that a lot of people were not feeling topsy and bopsy for multiple reasons without having and not to put you in a bad spot, but how do you feel about how they handled that? Um, like in, in, in the show. Yeah. Um, I thought they did good. Yeah, like, I thought it was represented right. I thought they depicted the character that it was supposed to be depicted very well. 
they were meant to be creepy and scary. That's what a curse is. That people, mm -hmm. she was cursed. Right. Oh, they're not supposed to be, you know, these nice little girls coming out. And mind you, too, they were kind of figments of those two girls she threw the rocks at. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is like her interpretation. Bro, I didn't even think of that. Oh, God, it the same actress? Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't it the same actress though? No. I thought oh, it was. I thought it was. I thought it was. Yeah. I Yo, it was that's like, it was I didn't even put that together. When she threw the rocks at him, that was her mental manifestation of the curse. Right. Mm -hmm. well, well, there you go. Now I got to watch it a third time. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so mind you, that was the book that was in the in that room when she went mm -hmm. in. Was the book that was there? So that was her putting that face on the interpretation of the curse which was those two girls of course and i love i mean topsy and bossy was was danced that was they were all for every movement was a dance every every action was a dance so you got to see it that way too like it was a lot that was in there with topsy and bossy that people just didn't really look at because they were scared of them right all right, well, listen, come on, talk to me. Q, go ahead, jump in there, baby. What, um, what do you think? What was your uh, two favorite parts out of seven through 10? Um, I will say uh, Topsy and Bobsy were my favorite and I hated them because they reminded me of it and I don't mess with shit that look like it. <laughs> yeah, and I, that night I slept a little bit closer to my husband. I was like, uh, nigga, we finna be hot because I'm not <laughs> dark ass room on this side of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> on his back like look baby we about to snuggle tonight all <laughs> night he's gonna be soaking wet because he run hot and i was like well, we finna just be fucking hot then <laughs> but yeah but my whole thing with that i took that as the the, the over um just time it, period that's the manifestation that white people have fed to us and the rest of the world of how we look we ugly we scary we loud we wild we just nappy headed, yeah, nappy headed. So it, what, I, what, they, what, they, what they used to say, nappy headed hoes. Yeah. No. <laughs> so I thought that was uh, cool how they did that. Um, and let me see, I can't even see that graphic. I don't remember what episode that is. The Which third one, that, picture. That was number uh, eight. You got Hippolyta. Num I, I, this is how I always name. I, I I put up my own names for the show. So seven, yeah. eight, nine, and ten is Afro black woman or Black yeah. to the Future. Yeah. Um, um, uh, number eight is uh, the scary uh, Bopsy twins. Um, number mm -hmm. nine is uh, they they still burning Negroes, and number <laughs> number ten is this is the end. So go ahead, which one you? Okay, so where I will go with the last episode. Um, I loved it, but from the gate, it felt like it was rushed. Yeah, I was like, no, make it slower. But yeah, I thought it was it was pretty. It was too fast, but it was a good end to the series. Um, I was so sad when Shea Butter, I mean, what's his name, Jonathan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. That's his name, Shea Butter. I, I love that his name, Shea Butter. <laughs> yeah, but I just thought it was just phenomenal, and I was so glad the baby could just come in and squeeze that thing like. Bitch, you could have helped me. You gonna help, <laughs> I'm going to help you to the other side. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm going to follow that one up. I'm going to jump in there with you, D. I, 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 I put it like this, Q. My favorite in this was in Tulsa when, 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 the, when the uncle and the neighbor went to shoot back against the white people. Mm -hmm. They had just argued earlier. But guess what? When it hit the fan, 
They had each other's back. They came together. Listen, and I, I look, if I can't advocate for nothing, black folks, even if you just for hunting, learn how to sh- use a firearm. Because mm-hmm. even grandmom came in with the pistola like, uh, Letty, what you doing in the back room? You know, black people know when you ain't somewhere in their house. Like, I ain't seen this little, look, I ain't seen this woman in about half an hour. What you doing back here? Mm-hmm. Ready to, everybody was training the firearm and they did not care. They put guns in everybody's hand and they was ready to rock and roll. I like when they don't show us just getting massacred. There mm-hmm. were people who resisted and put up a fight. And even when Montrose was in the window watching everything, recanting the history, that was deep. But it was like, yeah, such and such, he got it the worst. But, you know, the doctor was hot. That, to me, was just... And I think I speak for everybody in the chat and on the panel when I say, Letty, hurry up. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, do she got to be dragging up the street? Like, we got endless times. Listen, she was so walking, I was yelling at the TV. Listen, she actually got burned by the fire. She, She posted online that she got burned by the fire in that scene. So she yeah. took he took a S. She was like, look, she had to she had to act as though she, she was unfazed by it, but some of the pyrotechnics. So it goes back to what Brian was saying about they should have used a stump double on that one. Cause ha, Brian was like, Uh-oh. The goji out here. That that she had to uh, rub her skin against uh, She too yellow to be getting burned. Thank you for the colorism. <laughs> Now and 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 look now I lost the graphics so I don't know where everything. okay and 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 the last thing was Hippolyta's speech where she says I've done everything for everybody else and that that conversation she had with her husband where she says you made me small too I was like as a man it's it's being cognizant of how we speak and interact and. And that's why, Teffy, that's why I said we don't have to always protect because that's the, Uncle George was like, I'm protecting you. I'm protecting you. I'm protecting you. I'm protecting you. This is what I think is protection. What he should have been doing was supporting her. But that was because of his own selfishness and his need to have a partner who helped him be great, whereas he didn't, where he saw greatness in her, but his own greatness was more important. I don't. I, I don't agree with I that. Don't, no, I don't. Why it way. gotta be it can some be duality? Yeah. Why? Why can't it go? Yeah. It, it, I it, think it's it, duality in it. Listen, <laughs> you grow up in the fifties and you drive I'm out. I'm saying he didn't want to like. Tap. He grew up in the. I mean, he talking about. He don't know no better. Came from Tulsa. He came from watching people killed around him. You think he gonna? He know what these white folks was gonna do. So you mm-hmm. think he gonna let his wife go out there after they didn't told you? He wasn't that. asking to go alone. She wanted to go. She wanted to be with her husband. No, no, get out there. Not if I'm Sorry. getting shot at. I, if I get shot out, you know what? Maybe you should stay home this time. And I, that's like the street. Who thing gonna have your we, back? But me, boo. I'm bae. If you you want to shoot her, hand me a gun. You get mad when, when guys <laughs> take so, to make you walk so, on the other side of the street. No, <laughs> they want to be near the side with the cars. Does that no. bother? No, no, no. no. Steffi, how does that make sense when you have a child? So the child should. So if they start shooting, they didn't have that. I know. I they didn't get it. 
They've been married a long time. They didn't have Diana that whole time. So for a time, she could have been out there with him. And, you know, they could have, like, taken turns, which obviously he would have been, like, less than thrilled about. You know what, Tuffy? When you get married, I hope they shoot at you. All right. Right. First of all, they should be shooting at us, me and my husband, because we a team, first of all. You said us. Second of all, um, didn't you? Ain't you the one who was like, we need to learn how to shoot? So here I'm going to, I'm going to be prepared, boo. Like I said, you want to shoot up, put a gun in my hand. Listen, Jason, go ahead on. I love you. To be good partners and be there, you go. All right, go ahead. Jason. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know what, <laughs> already know, Jay. Jay. and just go ahead. Listen, hi. all right, look, you say, see, when it get late, when it start getting late like this, then we stop caring. Hold on, we got a phone call. We got a we got a call in all the way from San Diego, California. Caller, you on with the head? Who am I speaking with? Hey, it's your girl Tamara. What up? What's going on? So come on, talk it, lay it on me. What you talking about? Okay, so I'm gonna just I'm I'm gonna put it to you like this. You know how Montrose the whole time was constantly doing all this fucked up stuff just to protect Tick. Right. Oh, yeah. He was wrong, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he was. Okay, well, Uncle George is doing all kind of stuff to protect people, too. Yeah. He was wrong. Exactly. That's all it is. You know what I'm saying? You can't just you be like... Get off the screen. Oh, she agreeing with me. He was great because he oh. was with them. We oh, all just like he was a piece of shit. But yeah. he was just trying to protect his, his boy. Right. But somehow so, George you know, right, though. Oh, right. it, it just, it takes a different perspective. That's all. Yeah, and, 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 and just for you, I just want to know. We got Brian Neal here. Got great insight from behind the scenes. Did you? If you had a question for Brian, this is a great time to ask it. I wanted Brian to show us that damn cat. Stop playing these games. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the cat too. Thank you. Listen, Listen. every time, every time the cat come back and check and be like, "Um, you still on this call?" Like, come on. Yeah, he's like dinner time. Uh, it was about an hour ago. Like you, you need to wrap this thing up. <laughs> Yeah, you ain't never lied. Thank you for calling in, Mama. Oh, for sure. <laughs> she always calls. Her. I love her phone calls. She... Oh, I like the cat from Oh, oh are you giving him the cat? Yeah. <laughs> look, he likes the cat. Hey. 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 hey, sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, who, who, who t- sassy? Go ahead, baby. I'm just the cat. I thought it was me. Right. What? <laughs> Well, somebody named Sprinkles, go ahead. Hi, oh, yeah. hi, I'm Sprinkles. <laughs> Y'all need the graphic again? Yeah. Um, no, well, it's nice to look at it. But um, I, from, I like uh, episode seven, because it was like a, 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 a watching a woman like come of age and like become mm, mm-hmm. th- this great power. And, and I loved how it showed like how powerful it showed all these like powerful black women, like w- like throughout the whole episode. Like it was, it was just, it, it showed that she wasn't like the helpless victim or like the damsel in distress. Like she was, she was in the front lines. Like she was, and it showed how like she learned all these skills throughout the centuries and throughout all time. And like I, I thought that was just, I, I thought it was like just 
crazy creative. Yeah, and she needed that that story to even, without her, they would have never even been able to get the book of names. Right. And and then I I love episode eight because I love that her fear was what white people saw, how white people saw her. Like, I, I thought that was just really cool and I thought and I like that they took like the those the the picking any just like imagery as like the monster because that's the thing we fear is that we get seen as that mm-hmm. um and and that's, it, a good, that's a good point and 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 she was trying to escape it you know what I mean like she knew she in a sense she couldn't necessarily fight it but she tried to get away from it and we do that I do that, like, you know, you know, being like a um, uh, creative, you know what I mean? You don't want to be put into that black box. You know, you want to be like, hey, I'm a creative. I make these things. I'm not just making just black this. I, I want to make this for everybody. Right. And, then, and you want to like, until you get to that breaking point where you're like, you know, what, I got to fight this. And that's exactly what she was going through throughout the like throughout the episode she was trying to escape it escape until at the end she was like nah I gotta just I, I obviously gotta handle this yeah. um and, and the the whole Tulsa thing because I I used to t- try and tell like my nephews and all this stuff and explain to them like how like we had this like we we had a Wakanda yeah Black <laughs> like, Wall Street we had a Wakanda and it was destroyed because we were thriving without the help of any outsiders. And just to see that is like sh- seeing how raw it was because they, they never really, um, they, like the history books never really touch on Tulsa. Yeah. They, uh, but, you know, wanted... It's sad. A lot of people, and I'm sorry, Jay, I don't mean to interrupt, but a lot, no, of no, people, no, no. a lot of people say the first time they ever heard about Tulsa was in Watchmen. Yeah. Yeah, and, that was my I, first time. Yeah, I think I was like, I knew 30. about this stuff. Yeah. I knew about this stuff because I, I, I don't know. I, well, I was just doing, I was into history a lot, when it, especially like black history and, and when it came to business and finance and stuff like that. And it was like seeing how we had these wonderful things and how, like, even as an industry now, we could create something awesome and there will be people there to try and tear it down because they don't want to see us thrive, not without us having to beg something from them. Right. Jake, just real quick, I've got a question from, uh, actually, they DM'd it to me for Brian. Um, Brian, they, they, uh, the question is, is is the, uh, I believe it's a POC, PO, uh, Stuntman POC or POC Stuntman? Is is that considered the Black Stuntman's Union or is that just an organization? It's just an organization. It's not a union. Um, Owner, she's a a stunt performer who's been doing stunts for many years and she just, you know, got, you know, the notion that we need to be represented. So she created a platform that we all can be a part of. So now there's no excuses. Hey, we need, you know, somebody that looked like this. Well, we got a whole database full of people. Let's go. See, this goes back to what Jason was saying. We can still be like, 
if, the, if if Black Wall Street was left to thrive, we would have our own stuntmen because we would have our own movie theaters. Right. I mean, you know, movie studios. Go ahead, right. Jay. Jay, Phil, I'm sorry. I, I know you. I cut you off. No, no, no. I mean, just this show alone is an example of what can be. You know, seeing stuff like Blurred Fleet. Hashtag Blurred Fleet. Like <laughs> if, you can, if, you can, if you can see, like, watching a collective and I, I you know being Jamaican like going back to Jamaica like y'all, people people think that it's like it, I mean technically it's still like third world country but part of it is Wakanda like everybody has all this crazy tech I, when I last went there I was like yo everybody has like robots no lie I swear to everything on <laughs> sacred they it, like my man has a te- he's 24 years old owns a whole tech company and they got a like robots walking around and stuff and I'm like this is what it would be like just on like in the US. Oh, you, you mean that white people don't burn it down. Got you. Yeah, right, right, right. And then, but I, but I did like what they did with uh, the, the finale. Like it, it gave you, um, even the episode nine was called like Jigabobo, which is supposed to be like Jigaboo, right? Yeah. Or episode eight. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I like how everything came. Uh, you know, all together, they, they didn't leave, you know, things too open. They left things open enough that you could, could make another season if need be. Right. Um, like one of the theories that I brought up to some, some of my friends that I saw in the chat too, that uh, George ain't really gone. George is the what you call No, George is the, his sprinkles. That's all right, George's sprinkles. Wait, wait, that's why he's reading the All right, this is what I wanted to do. Look, we got we getting ready to get out of here in about fifteen minutes. What I wanted to do was spend the last fifteen minutes. I know. I'm <laughs> I want to spend the last. I know. I know. Look, y'all get y'all get into these deep conversations to get juicy. Ain't nobody trying to go to eleven o'clock at night now. Come on. All right. What I what I would like to do is spend the last fifteen minutes before we get out of here giving your theories. As to some of the mysteries, like he said, a lot of people speculating that his Uncle George as the Black Shoga. Some people felt like, now this is crazy, but I had to rewatch it the second time to really get my theory on it. But they said that D actually came back from the future with the re- robotic arm. Like, did her mom, did Hippolyta take her to the future, get a robotic arm made, and come back? Hippolyta could have made one. Well, but she did take her to that room. Maybe that was a portal. Wait, now, okay, now, D, see, Q, that's why, that's why I rocks with you, because you with me. Now, I went... There had to have been. There was light in her eyes when she was no, looking no, at No, I don't think it was the portal. Here's the thing. Go back and watch it. D's arm makes a very specific noise. It's that whirling and whatnot. Yeah. When she opens the door... I think she got the robotic arm sitting there whirling and she just found a way to attach it in the room. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? So yeah. for those that were speculating whether or not the arm was from the future or whether Hippolyta made it, I think Hippolyta made it. Now, go ahead on. What's some other theories that y'all seen out there that you like? It's going to be a, a side adventure. Uh, like, a, like a, what's the name? And Sprinkles. Yeah. They're gonna go on their own adventure to find out more about like Moon Girl her and mother. Like that's what I was just about to say. I did. I, 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 I was about to be like, I hate you, Jeff. But no, I love you, Jeff. You jumped on the same thought that I was. I, 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 oh my gosh! 
Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, you know when you turn <laughs> out and you run out of words, you be like, Taffy, how about you? If either you can speak on the, if you had, if you didn't get a chance to talk about the last four episodes, you can talk about that, or you can talk about your theories. It's up to you. So I didn't have any theories because I personally was like, good, let it end where it's at. I'm fine with this. Like I am fine with the season ending where it is. Like I'm, I'm like, oh, people want to see black magic. I'm just like they didn't. There, there was a whole TV show about black witches, but none of y'all niggas wanted to watch that. Oh, but now since J.J. Abrams is on it, now you care so much witches. about. Yes, I mean, there was a I show mean, about black witches. There was a show oh, about yeah. black witches. Yes, yes, but none of y'all niggas watch that. Oh, but well, now I don't watch witches Jordan anyway. Peele pr- produce this. Y'all want to be like, oh, now I want to see black people with magic. Shut no, up. I don't. I <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I'm a big fan of J.J. Abrams Anyway, anyway, my Abrams fan. I'm sorry, bad robot. No, so I just wanted to say about the episodes one, uh, episode seven. Uh, episode seven was the start of my crying every episode, <laughs> like because oh. I might have teared up before, but ever from seven through ten, every episode, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right, damn, y'all play too much. <laughs> right, I was like, y'all play too much. When Hippolyta said I was the type of Negro that white people wanted me to be, they Ooh. just found a way to hang me without me noticing the noose. Mm-hmm. Baby, mm. baby. Mm. I was like, first of all, ain't nobody asked you to call me out like that, Mr. Green or Jordan Peele, whoever wrote this episode. I'd be damned. Uh, mind your business and some shit. Um, but I was like, nah, I, and I felt that. And then in episode eight, I felt like it was such a good uh, like juxtaposition of her mom's journey where she was like, I let myself become small to fit into a place that I didn't belong. It's like how we talk about now where we're like, we shouldn't be trying to like fit in. We should be out there breaking molds. We shouldn't be worried about shrinking ourselves to fit in white spaces. We should go into white spaces and be as big and as loud as humanly possible because F y'all, we are he- like, we're here. We belong here. We're probably doubly as qualified as y'all because we got to work twice as hard to get half as much. You can suck my ass. Um, so that, and then. No, so then episode eight was like that juxtaposition where we get to see like that young version where it's like, literally trying to stay one step ahead of like white people's misconceptions of us Mm -hmm. trying to you she was being twice as cunning twice as quick trying to be twice as strong and having to be out there on her own because nobody understood what she was going through and it kind of made me mad because I was like damn it D if you'd have just listened to Letty and went in the house and stopped being grown for two seconds uh you'd have been safe because I was like they couldn't get you in the house because the house got the protection spell on it I felt the way <laughs> I felt I felt the way. Episode I, nine Teffy, was just. Teffy, Teffy, I never understand how Teffy breathes before she do, does these rants. I'd be like, <laughs> look, look, she's like, <laughs> it's like that Buster Rhymes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do it. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. <laughs> 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 
Y'all stupid. Y'all stupid. Hey, yeah, no. All right. Episode nine was like, just. No, we don't want to hear about your episode. No, stop. Real bad. I'm almost done. Shut up. You don't get this verbal thesis. Shut up. Exactly. You ain't got the website up, so I can't put no articles up to get these feelings out. All right. So we're going to move on. I got the muted sometimes. Shut up. Can we can no. we just end on on your butt sucking? Like that's a great way to end it. Like I mean, I, like I, as a yeah. as a gentleman of the arts, I believe. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is episodes nine and ten, the themes of legacy and family and what you leave behind and how you break those generational curses. Uh, again, Denzel glory tear. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a better person for my son. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. I, got, I, I, I got my cry on with uh, Montrose's episode, like his, his yeah. whole story. Yeah. I, oh. I, I, was, I was ugly. I was like, like, but I was trying to be cool. Like, I made sure Danae didn't see it. But I was like, like sitting there just like. Oh, my God. Everybody, I think I enjoyed Montrose's arc the best because at the end of it, it's what Tick wrote him. He said, now you have the opportunity to be the grandfather to my son and the kind of father that you. You, Very few of us get a second chance. And to to Teffy's point, when she's talking about breaking generational curses, guess what? If you was an ain't shit father, you have an opportunity because there are a lack of brothers out here willing to take accountability to change. We have to change. Whatever, Whatever that generational curse is, we all had our issues. We all had we all had our thing growing up. But if Montrose is a representation of who can change, he was an alcoholic. I, Montrose was a lot of stuff. I ain't even gonna get into it. <laughs> he, was, he was a whole he was a whole season by himself, bro. Because yeah, yeah. let me tell you something. If because what is it? Episode nine. When we got to see the abuse that he went through, how many of us now said, "Oh, all right, I can." Even Tick was like, "Yeah, Damn. yeah. all right, bro." Because because. Brian, tell me how when when you got to see that Tick was Jackie Robinson, the Jackie Robinson in his mind, and honestly, Montrose has been looking up to his own son this entire time. Mm-hmm. That was deep. Now wow. I got into a heated debate about time. You paradox. are my wildest dreams. Listen, I got into a heated debate about time paradoxes in that particular episode. I'm not even going to get into it with you people. We're not going to get into the time travel portion people? of this. But I'm telling you right now, if you want to have a debate about the time paradox in episode nine, wasn't it? Yeah, Mm -hmm. episode nine, just DM us. And I got a whole graph, like the true nerd that I am, as to how Tick traveled back in time. And he was able to save his own father and all of that. I've got charts and graphs and, 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 you know, I don't don't have a job. Um, um, What's so crazy about that is? Go ahead, go ahead. He he admired in the same breath. He admired the man he beat his whole life. That's crazy to me. Yeah. No, but that's what hit him. That's what hit him when he saw that it was him that saved him when he was a little kid. He was like, "All this time I've been treating you like crap, and you're the one who saved my life." Listen, you saved me to whoop your ass. <laughs> but am I that yeah. essentially? I could have saved my own ass women by letting you die in Tulsa. <laughs> God damn it, go. He wouldn't have existed though. I, yes. Yes. <laughs> no, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't. Hold on, I'm sorry, just Teffy. That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, right, here, listen. Y'all you realize that Ruby ain't dead, right? 
She's in a coma. Yeah, she in a she's coma. in a coma because the only way for the changing thing to work is she has to be in a co- has to be alive. Alive. Yeah. Yeah. But alive. They, showed, they showed that at towards the end that she would, you know, she because the woman. Uh, oh my goodness, what's her name? Christina. No, no, no. The um, the uh, the, the, the demon with the tentacles. Yeah. Oh, uh, Gia. Yeah, she remember she gets to see everybody's mm-hmm. life before she dies. So she saw Christina's life. So she saw all she saw everything that happened. So we got to see that you know Ruby wasn't there. We got to see Tick giving away the letter and and, and the sacrifice and all of that. I'm gonna just say Montrose saying Tick get up, Tick get up. Oh, yeah, that broke me. That broke me. That broke me. Look. I, I... I, I cried in front of that. I don't, I don't even know if she noticed. And I think it was because that episode, we had our son and uh, my, uh, my baby right there. Oh, so like I was looking over at my son and I just was like, good night. I will be remiss if I didn't mention the ancestral ass whooping that they put on Titus. Yes. I'm just yeah. saying, we always talk about calling on the ancestors. This Family brother actually passed that ass thing. like we used to. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> when they say, yo, we ate him up, no, literally, they ate him up. Like, ate his ass up. He put a whole butt whooping, and it's a shame that you know we talk about feeling safe in spaces where that that black woman had to actually create an an, a, an astral plane for her to feel safe. That metaphor. Uh, look, obviously, two and a half hours was not enough to break down everything we love. We can't thank Brian enough for coming on. It's not going to be the last time we did it. At this point, we didn't did two whole shows on Lovecraft, and we still got we still got a lot to talk about. I know y'all loved it, enjoyed the show. Y'all kept the comments popping. We appreciate it. Thank you for fielding so many questions to everybody on our panel. But first, I want to start with Brian. Brian, where can people follow you on social media? Where can they support you, and what can they look forward to seeing you in next? Um, you can um, find me on Instagram. My handle is uh, at b underscore ryan eighty eight. Uh, my uh, Facebook page is actually Brian Talent eighty eight. If you want to see anything from uh, my past ventures, you can look on there. Uh, Twitter is the same handle as uh, Instagram b underscore ryan eighty eight. Um, for the future, I'll be on um, Fargo again, and I'll be on the new show called um, Next uh, Arizona Fox. Oh, that's dope. All right. Jay, why don't you let us know where can we support VT Heroes? Well, for now, follow VT Heroes on Instagram. You too can become a hero. Build the hero in you. It's literally the slogan. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm working on some more of the projects with VT Heroes. Uh, Watch out. Keep an eye out for Planetary Step. It is the Orville fan series that I am the, the director of. And the producers of the Orville are like bigging me up. And so I need y'all to be like in my quarter because if everything go well, I might end up doing some stuff. Well, make sure to hire Brian when you got to do some stunt work. <laughs> yeah, yo, I got a Halloween wig. I can throw on you real quick, bro. I'm just going to have to, you know, put some chocolate on you and just throw you through a window. That's, that's he already awesome. told you to make uh-huh. the makeup blend right in. He already said about it up. Oh, 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 see, I see. I got the notification. He jumped right on there and was following VT Heroes. I see. I peep you, baby. Okay, you peep it? <laughs> I peep you, baby. Um, I, I just want to take a second to say, number one, Q, thank you for coming on the show. Number two, you've always been a huge supportive friend of ours. You, you jumped on and tried to help assist us with the breast cancer awareness campaign that we had, unfortunately for all those who were raising money for breast cancer awareness and 
thank you to all the wonderful people who submitted um, wonderful pictures um, towards our campaign. Unfortunately, because of Facebook and Instagram's biased, and I'm gonna just say flat out biased view of the female form, they, uh, they threatened to delete not only her pages, but our pages. Q, make sure to let them know about the backup page and everything else so that we can make sure that nothing, if anything does happen, we can really super support you. Just let everybody know where to follow you. Okay, cool. And some backstory on that. I looked at their guidelines. Uh, they will post pictures of breastfeeding, but they will not post pictures of chunky, uh, light-skinned Black women that uh, cover up their boobs. So all you see is cleavage and naked shoulders. Yeah. But I've been mm -hmm. looking at uh, ass, titties, twats, all I've this I've seen somebody's actual factual nipples. I've, I've, seen like... a, I've seen an actual birth canal on Instagram. So let, let me just <laughs> I'm, 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 Me too. You, I don't know. You voluptuous, baby. Mm -hmm. I don't like I, 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 think, I like to think of you as voluptuous. I'm just oh. saying, I don't fit the mold. So you I. Just the light skin Ruby. That's all you is. <laughs> so, mm. yeah, that's some BS. But you can find me over on my second Instagram page, solely dedicated to the podcast, uh, Geeky, Sexual, and Intellectual, if they should happen to shut my shit down one day. Boom, little Dickie just put a whole video up of him naked with his like junk and a sock sitting on the floor. Like, and they left it. They I don't can't, care. I can't break down the formula. Uh, I just, I don't understand them. Yeah. If you're black, you're a target already. Listen, but. we got to get Q and the white woman's skin and make sure she don't melt. That's how we, that's how we, <laughs> <laughs> Oni Sassy, let them know where to follow you. Well, you can follow me on silly Instagram. <laughs> Apparently, they silly now. At Oni underscore Sassy. And I'm also on Facebook under Oni Sassy as well. That's O-N-I Sassy. Um, and I got some some pictures that's going to be coming of this whole body paint situation or whatever that I'm about to have going on. <laughs> It's getting freaky up in here. That's context why I like already. I didn't got that part going. The um the sclera that I believe they're called lenses that make your eyes all black. Yeah. <laughs> um, for those who have joined our adult, not safe for work group, Econda After Dark, y'all having a lot of fun in there. I like that y'all keep it nasty and freaky. We got some special content coming out just for y'all, magical geeks and freaks, and. A lot of our OnlyFans models are going to be being featured in that group and also on our Patreon. So keep it locked because if Sassy does some body paint, you have to pay to see that, baby. I can tell you that right now. And I'm going to wonder. Do you smell like that? That is not free. Yeah. <laughs> and trust me. Trust me. Sassy smells like shea butter. I can, tell you, I can tell you that right now. All right. All right. <laughs> like shea butter and beaches. Go ahead, Teff. Let them know. All right. So again, thank you guys so much. We love every single one of our uh, patrons, all 25 of you, I believe, um, out there supporting us. We could definitely use some more support by no means. We're trying to take this little dog and pony show all the way to the top, baby. Uh, www.patreon.com backslash head nerds in charge. Uh, tiers start as low as $1, but if you can give more, even at the $5 level, that's $60 for one year. That is exactly what y'all be playing on some of these video games. And trust me, uh, the content 
content we got coming for yours were is way more fun than any of that stuff i promise you uh, mm-hmm. also consider buying some of our merch get out there and rep that hnic uh set just like jason there is doing with his titties out well not out because mm-hmm. they ain't in hnic <laughs> shirt but yeah so go over the gjapparelstore.com gonna drop that link for you guys again it's gjapparelstore.com hashtag support small business hashtag support black business i am teffy wonder your mo- your merge on uh you can follow me at teffy wonder on instagram and teffy wonder the mocha mermaid on facebook teffy thank you so much i just want to give a special shout out to everybody on the panel and to let you guys know that we have stevie ray hall of fame wrestler half of harlem heat coming on the show he's going to do an interview with us coming up shortly we were we just locked it in today and i think i'm like one of the biggest harlem heat fans that there was back in the day you might remember him uh we got reverend ron star and also uh a new member to the crew lovely they're heading up our hnic wrestling branch and they're going to be joining me with uh grandmaster facts and we're going to get knee deep and it was stevie ray right after the election and speaking of the election um we have another dope interview coming up uh we're going to sit down with this particular cosplayer who used his platform as an opportunity to make a political statement. We're going to sit down with Homelander and Black Noir, and we're going to do it right before the election. And we're going to talk about should cosplay and politics be intertwined. So make sure you keep it locked at the HNIC. We got a bunch of dope things coming down the pipe. And before you get up out of here, remember, we love you cousins. We appreciate all the support. And stick around for a little bit as we got a special message for you afterwards. But right now, we're going to say goodbye. Deuces, y'all. We love you. Bye. (laughs) You just got kicked in the gut. Punch in the face. Customize your hero using color, element, and totem. Flip your action cards to determine the winner. Yes! It's my turn now. Collect, trade, battle, and win. A new fighting card game has arrived. Play BT Heroes. All right, y'all, we out of here, HNIC. Much love to everybody, and we'll see y'all next Wednesday, 8 to 10 p.m. Tell your mama about me and tell your friends about us. Slice and dice, little You look soft. Yo, what's up, fellas? This is uh, Sid O'Connell. I'm here in Philadelphia. Tune in to Head Nerds in Charge, Wednesdays from 8 to 10. Do not miss it.